Hey folks, it's Toski from the YMN Podcast here. Alright, got some great friends of mine at Dining Room Table Studios because we want to tell you about a really cool project that we got on the go uh, to kind of help change the image of uh, Fort McMurray. Teresa Wells, McMurray Musings. Roddy Cross, YMM Zombies. Hey guys. So, give us a quick rundown of the project, of what we got in store for these guys. Uh, well, we are going to publish a free ebook called Fort McMurray Feelings. And uh, the concept behind the ebook is that uh, the three of us aren't going to write it. We're going to ask the residents of Fort McMurray to write it. We're going to ask them to uh, submit their stories of life in Fort McMurray. It's a podcast. He's talking to the mic. I know. I talk to the mic. I don't know what to say. She said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> well, no, it's essentially like I was going to kind of start maybe think of the ad too. It's like, are you sick of drive by journalists? Are you sick of a negative uh, Fort McMurray image? Do you want me to sound like a CBC no. Nighttime reporter? Because <laughs> I can play that. I could do that. Or a late like, night advertisement. The goal, I think, that we all kind of been sick of around is is the drive-by journalist. Is the whole aspect of people coming up here, uh, spending maybe three or four days in the community, thinking they have a down pat, interviewing a couple people, and then leaving and, and writing an article that reaches hundreds of thousands of people. We can it's not just in print. You see it on TV, on the radio, everywhere. Everyone does it. They come up, see a few things, interview a few people that don't like Fort McMurray, go to Fort Chip, interview the people that think it's bad for them, fly over the oil sands, go, oh my God, it's so horrible, and leave. <laughs> I mean, I'm tired of that. I want something that's true. And then they true. found their story. And then mm-hmm. they found their story. And there's nobody to tell the story like people who actually live here. One of the things that I've, I've always said in interviews, one of the things I've always tried to bring up in conversations is, who would you rather listen to? People that actually call this place home have property here that actually live in the community or someone that actually just comes up here visits interviews the people and leaves i've always figured the residents of fort mcmurray has the power the resident of fort mcmurray has a much more valid opinion than anyone that doesn't call this place home and this is what we want to do for this community we want people that have or at one point had called this place home to submit their stories to us so we can put it together in one book so just to kind of rival a negative news article, or even not even negative, but a different news article. Like if you read something about GM, GM. If you read something about GQ or GM, if you want to write about us, <laughs> I can't the, see the automotive industry complaining about us yeah, considering the amount like of vehicles us, we go through. That's true. <laughs> or so someone sees an ad like that, we can counter with it and just be like, "Here, read our ebook," or you can actually look at what residents have to say, or read what residents have to say, or look at because we'll take. Pictures, we'll take articles, mm-hmm. art, pretty much anything that whatever you want, whatever story you guys want to say. Whatever is reflective of, of your experience in Fort McMurray, basically. I mean, it has to meet the bounds of good taste. Um, you know, so, so if you're submitting stories that are um, full of foul language or if there's racism, sex, and sexism, we're going to have to uh, <laughs> address those issues because <laughs> those are things we can't look at publishing. But as long as it's true to your experience of the city, We'd like to tell that story. Exactly. And whether it is positive or whether it is negative, right. like I said, and as long as it's in, within the confines of good taste. We've got such a diverse community here. Exactly. And we have everything from artists to writers to singers that are all Fort Murray based, but none of them pretty much have a voice outside of Fort Murray. There's so many amazing stories here that aren't being told and certain people have the opportunity to tell their story again and again and I, I do that all the time on my blog I, I tell my story of life here um, but I'd like to give an opportunity to other people to tell their exactly. stories including um, recent immigrants to the city which I think Anybody. would be a fascinating story there's just so many people who have interesting stories to tell yeah no absolutely anybody we, we, we want your story we want your opinion we want your view we want your take on Fort McMurray 
anyone that needs help with writing or anything like that, we are far more than willing to give you someone to write for you. If you can't write, we'll edit whatever you send in. We are going to help out. Exactly. Don't want, like, just get in contact with us. And the best way to do that is the email. The email is ymmfeelings at gmail.com. You can that also hit us up on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's, it's facebook.com slash McMurrayFeelings. Yeah. And then Twitter is... Twitter is ymmfeelings. There you go. So pretty pretty basic, pretty essential stuff. You even, like, just give us an idea, or even if you just want to say, hey, I got a perfect thing I want to write, but I have no idea how to do it, send an email, get in touch Absolutely. with us through the Facebook or the Twitter, and we'll be able to organize and help it. We got an author here at the table right. right now that's helping us out with this stuff, a published... Sorry, it's published. It's published. He's published. published. He's published. That's right. It's published. published. People have bought the books. So. Yeah, that's awesome. You got a published author. He actually gets paid. <laughs> you got a published author. You got a, a damn fine blogger that has proven herself time and time again. And you got a wannabe person that just tries to make it all put together. That's quite a crackerjack team of, uh, of experts here. We realize that technically we're the three points of indie. I'm an indie author. You're an indie news writer, and Totsky's an indie radio host. <laughs> That's true. That's very. I like that. That's what sounds a lot better than want to be. So we want this book to be uh, about Fort McMurray from Fort McMurray. So definitely get in touch with us. Email's the best bet. Ymmfeelings at gmail.com. That's the way it's going to start it off. We'll get in touch with us. Tell us that you want to become involved. Um, all the time in the world to do it. You know, we'll publish this book when we feel that it's complete and ready to go. Until then, more time in the world to get everyone's thoughts and opinions. You're going to hear us talk about it. You're going to hear us go around. Emails up, Twitter, Facebook, visit us, see us. Get involved, biggest thing. We've pretty much covered every form of media, so if you can't find at least one of us somewhere, you're not looking hard enough. Absolutely. There you go. We want to hear what your guys' thoughts. For McMurray, feelings. Get involved. Due to a load of swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised Okay, so I am your host, Dash Cake Squiggle, and we're hanging out today for the ladies, the very first ladies podcast, actually, and today we have with us Stacey Annie, Michelle Ansiedel, uh, Teresa McMurray Musings, Lisa Lee Jack, Shan 18, and that is all of us. So, there are many more of us than what's normally on your so-called YMM podcast, but I suppose I don't really have to refer to them because we're kind of just like an apart thing. So, Stacey, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. Oh yes. no, I didn't. <laughs> you on the spot. Okay. I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> so, okay, what do you like? What do you, what do you like? I didn't know there'd be a test. Well, okay, okay. Like pretend pretend you're in the washroom and you're pouring your hat out to little Annie from Community. Oh, little Annie! God, I love her. Things I do to her. Um, okay. Ah, uh, I like everything quirky, strange, awkward, and cute. Like mm-hmm. fuzzy things, things that taste good, and that's pretty much it. Okay, it's kind of amazing. (laughs) Pretty cool. It works. Yeah, Um, pretty hard to follow that. I actually (laughs) don't like anything awkward. (laughs) um, Pretty much what it comes down to. Awkward makes me very uncomfortable. So I'm fairly confident this is going to be 
a terrible experience. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not an opinionated person, and I don't get heavy on big, deep conversations. I'm more like a, oh, really? Oh, no way. Yeah, I agree kind of person. So, I don't know. You guys might be totally leaning. I can take over your opinions for yeah. you. That's <laughs> not really an issue for me. So, so, anytime I know that we have, like, a socially Mike awkward person, I'll just be like, so, Teresa, you want to come on out? <laughs> uh, Teresa McMurray Musings, and I have lots of opinions, and I'm happy to share them. <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much get by on self-deprecating humor. So yeah, 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 me too. If if so- something awkward happens, I'm like, oh, you know, it's really funny, and like I'll say something ridiculous. So that's okay. I have a friend like that. She can make topics up about anything, and she knows sometimes that they're not acceptable or that she loses people halfway through the conversation. But she just feels like she needs to keep going. Keep going. Conversation. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a hint when people just walk away. Yeah. What's well, usually like, a clue? Oh. <laughs> it's a subtle one. Yeah, it's often. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, me, I guess. Um, so, I'm Lisa. I am single mom of Fort McMurray. I love cupcakes, and right now, I don't really so much love boys. Um, <laughs> not to say that I like anything other than boys. <laughs> but I'm kind of on a man-hate right now, and... Um, yeah, I have three grown kids, two legal enough to vote, old enough to vote, and that's it. That's did they vote? They did. Good for them. Yeah. Good hey. job, team. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm born and raised in Fort McMurray, and been on, well, I was going to say the podcast, but I guess, can I refer oh, yeah, to yeah, them? Like, I, I, I guess we're, we're probably going to be referring to the podcast the yeah. whole time. We actually have Todd and Tato sitting behind us. <laughs> Um, Judging, yeah. directing, <laughs> learning so, too much. I think, I think Tito's just here for like shits and giggles, but that's yeah. cool. We can we can deal. He's just hoping we all take our I'm shirts like off later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like a like a girl. He moment. just got that. <laughs> little slow. He but is charming. Everything that's happening. I know it. Doing something. I heard something about an Xbox earlier, so we may. We may, be de- we may be void of them a little later in the evening, but that's okay. As lo- we'll probably hear some shouting in the background. Todd, why did you shoot my guy? Etc. Boy things. Mm-hmm. Oh, or they'll text each other mm. and talking about us. They're making me nervous because yeah. they've got their heads together and they're smiling. He's quite literally playing a video game. It's like, what is this cool move? I <laughs> kid you not. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> <sighs> So what are we talking about? Yeah, what's the deal what's tonight? The deal? Okay, so um, I posted on our cute little Facebook event that there were a few things I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, first and foremost, last night I had the privilege, question mark, of going to the Miss Wood Buffalo pageant. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. So I don't know if you guys have all seen Toddlers and Tiaras or not. Yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah. like the age group that... Was there, or did they have like everything? It was um, what they had was um, I had the like, little oh, I had it. the little pamphlet thingy, but they had uh, Miss Teenwood Buffalo, which is like um, the girls were like fourteen to nineteen. Then twenty and upwards was Miss Wood Buffalo, as so long as you weren't married or divorced. Mm-hmm. Then they had Ms. Wood <laughs> Buffalo, so like, no which one. was oh, your <laughs> no. They had a Ms. Wood Buffalo for people who are divorced, and then <laughs> Mrs. What? 
Because your status is dependent on your man status. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> right. In a pageant, apparently. And then they had Mrs. Wood Buffalo. Now, as much so as I... So which category do, do, uh, do lesbians fit in exactly? I, I, you uh, know, just asking. If your status is determined by the I male wonder, in your life, would then... It be, uh, would it be Miss? I don't know. Well, if you're married or not, does it not matter like who you're married to? Yeah, but you know, I bet. Well, <laughs> you can be married. As yeah, that's true. If, if you're a Fair lesbian enough. who's married, you could be in Mrs. Would Wood you? Buffalo. But you if there be. was a Mister Wood Buffalo and you're like the guy in the relationship, and, and when is the Mister Wood Buffalo pageant? Yeah, I like, was that. I, actually, when, when is that one like coming up? Like Our lovely yeah. host of the is evening, like Sheldon Germain, was asking when that was. He's like, I'd like to be in that, and everyone kind of had a giggle about it, but. He did a really good job, actually. Good. So there was no one under the age of 14, then? They didn't have, like, little babies, did they? No, they no. didn't have no little kids. babies, thank God, because I would have walked straight and were out. there a lot of people, like, over 20 participating? Um, okay, so in the Miss Teen Wood Buffalo category, there were five girls. In the Miss Wood Buffalo category, there were three. In the Miss, there was one, so she won by default. And then in the... Oh, no, maybe there were four in Miss. Hang on. No, it's three. And then in Mrs., there were three as well. Hmm. So what sort of categories did they have them competing in? Was there sort of... Um, what they had to do was um, the categories were active wear, which turned out just to be swimwear. Yes. Oh. Yep. Because we all know how active we are when we're in swimwear. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good point. I know, right? I swimwear, swimwear, and like yeah. six-inch platform heels. I always go to the gym heels. in my swimwear. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Six-inch platform are... heels with your swimwear and like a little scarf. So that's why I go to the gym. So now I went out and like... Oh. What was your reference to toddlers and tiaras? Toddlers and well, it's it was it was the big crowns and the shiny sashes. Okay, and but you didn't see like the whole parenting thing. And there were a couple afterwards. Like really? Yep. Where I walked in and there were there were the parents patting each other on the back and doing the whole like oh yeah I'm so excited and I think where it's so new it wasn't as bad as it probably could mm-hmm. be but you never know um, you see that in almost any competitive my daughter used to be a competitive figure skater you see that in competitive oh yeah figure my friends too. Any, have, any competitive yeah. sport my friends do, kids are in hockey here wicked. and it is the worst figure skating going. dance mm-hmm. yeah. any of those are very no, it's exactly the parents right? are often far far worse mm-hmm. than the children mm-hmm. to deal with mm-hmm. definitely I'll yeah. pat you on the back if my hand was a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's yeah, that's that's what it felt like afterwards. There was a lot of, like... The, so what was the prize? Did they get, like, tuition, like a scholarship or something? Well, no, it was, like, it was like a year's worth of nails and <gasps> oh, manicure shop. Oh, I okay, love that. Definite knife impact <laughs> to the bitch who wins. So, or something. Um, they had a few prizes. Um, what the main prize was, however, was to be an ambassador for your city. Which, like, okay, do a pageant, that's fantastic. Look pretty, look shiny, whatever. Raise money for the SPCA, that's, yep, that's fantastic. Cool. That was amazing. Fundraising's um, awesome. The girl who who um, raised the most money um, won the Miss Charitable Sash mm-hmm. or whatever, and there was, like, Miss Congeniality and all that fun stuff. Um, however, even though... And this is just, like, a completely outside judgment, so I don't really know. But even though um, it was it was all supposed to be based on the next ambas- like next woman ambassadors for the city, blah, 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 all the prettiest girls won. So did oh, you have a panel of judges, or was this, like, We had a votes? panel. No, yeah. we Who had a panel they? of judges. Yeah. It was, was uh, Kyla Getty, Getty, Getty from, yeah. from McMurray, Girl. McMurray Girl Magazine. Um, 
I can't remember the lady's name now. Tina something from um, a modelling academy, and she was actually part of um, Donald Trump's Miss Universe pageants. Yep. And then our very favourite, Mayor Melissa, was on the panel Mm -hmm. of judges too. So I think that was pretty helpful. So when you say that it was the pretty the pretty girls that won, and I'm using air quotes here, yes. audience, okay, yes. but were the pretty girls totally void of talent? Um, no, not specifically. So, they they were they're like the they had a question and answer session as well. Yeah. So what they did is they had a swimwear, then they had um, evening, then they had a question and answer session, and then they had the sash giving and then the crowning. Um, the girls the girls who won their answers were like pretty bang on mm-hmm. but at the same time like um like s- some of the girls who won the sashes for like the well most charitable ended up being Ms. Wood Buffalo so she ended up winning by default anyway but like just I don't know it just it was just very really odd good to questions me. Like- the the questions were like um if you could have a picnic anywhere in the world where would you go um, if you could, oh, what would you do to change the negative, um, the negative images behind Fort McMurray? Which is a okay, really good question. Good mm-hmm. um, like, um, if you could, what was it? If you could be anyone in the world, who would you be? If you mm-hmm. could okay. um, have dinner with any historic figure, or that, those are interesting questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah interesting, interesting questions, questions for sure. So yeah, at least yeah, they, yeah. but they weren't like um, name five. Bodies of water or whatever. Well, I, I just they're pageant questions. Yeah, exactly. No, but actually, I was talking to a girl who I work with today, and she said she um, she ha- she has she's a psychology major, I think, and she went in pageants just to see yeah. like kind of what it was like, and that's what their questioning was like. It was yep. well, like name five bodies of water, and like it was all like wow. trivia questions. And one one of the girls she said um, when she was asked to name five bodies of water. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh because this is terrible. But she said, said an ocean. (laughs) She said an ocean. And then she said a puddle, a bathtub when it's full. Um, oh like a glass of water, like stuff like this. Maybe and she, I'm like, she joking though? Was no, she trying to be humorous? No, because I do she, that. She wasn't. Um, when she was asked later, like, because she said, "Oh yeah, I graduated high school," but you know how there's those high schools where you actually have to learn, and the ones where they just push you forward <laughs> to the next grade. She's like, "I went to the push you forward to the next grade oh. high school," and I'm like, Ugh. so I just, I really wonder what kind of impact having a pageant in town is going to have, like. Well, for me, I'm uncomfortable with it on a couple of levels, and I don't want to dump on on the idea of having oh, a pageant because I not. love the idea of new events in in the city. But of course, yeah. I think for me, it's it's sort of a generational thing. Um, I came of age at a point where I really didn't feel I had to fight because I was a woman. But I have four older sisters who, in their careers, have definitely had uh, one's a lawyer, one's an accountant. They're all professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all came of age in the '60s, mm-hmm. and they all very much felt that they've had to break through the glass ceiling. They had to be seen as something other than women in their career. They yeah. had to. They had to fight really, really hard. Yeah. Um, you know, and my and and I've sort of heard from their experiences of, of how difficult it was. So, I hate to see any sign that we're regressing to being judged on yeah. our and looks that, and our our you know how we present ourselves and yeah. how we you know our poise and our figures and that, and that was my I, only we, problem we've with sort it. Do you that. think yeah. it's something just for the elite? 
though, so to say? I mean, because there are a lot of expenses to these beauty pageants, all the mm-hmm. outfits and the dresses. But, yeah. I mean, is this just for, like, the rich girls of Fort McMurray? I mean, is your ambassador of Fort McMurray mm-hmm. just a rich girl? Like, that's what that's it comes thing to too. me. Um, I did the wealthy. I did ask afterwards when we were in the lobby. I asked if the girls had to pay for all their own outfits and whatnot. And some of the girls were sponsored um, by some of the businesses in town. Like, I know um, Frost by Mutrata was sponsoring right. some of the jewellery, um, as well as Fifth Avenue Collection were as well. Um, and then some of the girls had had their hair done complimentary by, like, Orange Lily, so long as Orange right. Lily was, like, mentioned mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But when it comes to, like, um, a lot of the girls had actually worn um, their... What do, you, what do you guys call it here? Graduation? Graduation dresses. Yeah, their mm-hmm. grad dresses, okay. which, which worked out really well because then, you know, there isn't a huge mm-hmm. expense. Mm-hmm. But the the only thing I'm wondering about is what if it blows up into one of these things where it turns in, like, where, say, girls like me and Stacey who just work in retail, mm-hmm. we don't have, like, boyfriends or husbands or whatever who make big bucks for Sugar us. daddies. Exactly. And, I mean, not saying that I would want to go in a pinch pageant eventually but like how would I even afford that yeah like and be able to have the chance to be an ambassador for the city well they call you an ambassador for the city but I mean I'd like to see how they actually rate the girls because a lot of these pageants they rate you like two points on intellect but you know you get like 15 points for your dress and mm-hmm. how you're standing mm-hmm. yeah, so it is how you look I think mostly you know how you it is a yourself. little bit these girls um they actually did do a lot of charity work throughout mm-hmm. the city though there was um one Which is point terrific. yeah where during one of our uh fun spring blizzards they were up at the SPCA and they packed a um what do you call it like a semi truck yeah. full of full of recyclables for the SPCA and yeah. they ended up earning like $2900 or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. and i mean in the in the middle of like a freak snowstorm yeah. like in spring so that's that's pretty yeah, cool and it's and they are tr- like um one of their little competitions that they had to do was raising money for the SPCA whoever raised the most like won a prize yeah. right so like and it, it is that they'll be um part of their prize as ambassadors they'll be prominent at a lot of the community events that mm-hmm, are going mm-hmm. to be going on from now on so i don't know i think i think it'll be interesting to see like what happens from here can i now. just say that i love the idea of pageants just to throw that oh out yeah there. no for it's sure a, like a little bit different like i grew up watching like miss universe contests yeah. and and just being so completely in awe of these women who were not only beautiful mm-hmm. but and not all of them. Okay, I'll give you that. There's, <laughs> yeah. Not all of them were, were intelligent, but a lot of them were. And I think yeah. that I think that if we if we spend too much time giving you know all of the negative things about a patient, yeah. that that's mm-hmm. what we're going to turn it into. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's why I that's why I did bring up like the charity work that's going on. The fact that they're going to be um, doing a lot of things out in the community, just because kind of like open up the floor, see what you guys thought about it, because mm-hmm. like. While there are other programs like toddlers and tiaras, which is very concerning, like seeing some seeing some of the seeing some of the three year olds on there like get catty with other three year olds, I'm like three year olds aren't supposed to be catty. Or the yes. way that they treat it's their nice mothers, it's retarded. But it's 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 a completely different element. That's a different right? el- that's a different. It we're is. talking a different age group at all. We're talking oh, kids yeah, who haven't definitely. chosen to do this at all themselves. Yeah. Fundamentally, I think if they opened it up to a younger age range, I think then we should definitely be concerned. But yeah, for the, for the moment, it was... Uh, and there were no boys in this, right? No, there were no boys because in this. April was going to put her kids in a pageant. There was supposed to be a kids' pageant, yeah, but it I never, think it, it oh, never something happened. Different? Oh, okay. Yeah, it never happened. It, I, I, is that by, like, Wood Buffalo Pageants, though? <laughs> I 
Yeah. You go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just for what you everybody just, just I don't I don't know if that was talk. associated with yeah. buffalo passion. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I didn't want to ruin it. If you got if you got a technical issue, just throw it out there and we can cut it out. I, uh, I don't know if that was associated with wood buffalo pageants okay. or not. I, I think a lot I wonder, of my discomfort yeah. with it really comes from a generational difference, to yeah. be completely then, honest. Yeah. Because it's of the experience, I could, I could go to all four of my sisters and ask them what they think of pageants, and I know exactly what they would really say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a very generational thing, yeah. I think, in that sense. Well, with me, uh, like, I grew up in New Zealand, right? So we had, like... We didn't really have the pageant scene. Like, we watched Miss World mm-hmm. and Miss Universe, and there was a New Zealander in it, but you never heard anything about her until she was all of a sudden on the screen. And then she'd say, like, the dumbest things. And yeah. you're like, uh-huh. you're supposed to be representing our country. Yeah. And you're like, not nailing it. Like, <laughs> like we're you're making us look like dumb people is pretty much what it came down to. But I like, like, while... I, I don't know. I just it was the uh, the Miss Texas a couple of years ago, and I cannot remember anything about her speech except for the fact that she said something completely ridiculous, and then followed it up with the words um, "and such like," and yes. that was then oh. it played over and over and over and, and over like. again. And There's such like. There's definitely oh a lot of negative press about beauty pageants, but you know, I'd like to see more of the good I side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Does that too. It yeah. gives a really yeah. bad, bad image of it beauty does. pageants mm-hmm. in general, but I mean, I'm sure a lot of these girls have great credentials and are really smart, intelligent women. And I'd like yeah. to see more of that. Like, I'd like to see beauty pageants, because they are beauty pageants, but I'd like for them to demonstrate more of their actual skills, because I'm sure all yeah. these girls Well, and the charity work, I think, is great. That's a great aspect. That's the charity work is great. The charity work is a great aspect, and I think that brings a new element into it that I think is is Terrific. Kudos to the girls that hit the stage too, right? There's yeah, that's got to be scary, especially competing. the first one. Like there weren't very yeah. many girls in it, which which probably helped them a little bit because it's not so scary. If I think that might make it scarier. There weren't a lot of uh, girls in it because of the stigma against it. I yeah. mean, these girls yeah. really broke down some walls to be in this thing. Just yeah. you know, kind of going against the you're in a you're in a beauty pageant. Like you imagine some of the looks they must have gotten yeah, from yeah. people. And I mean, like all of the girls who were up on stage were like like really good looking girls mm-hmm. and like a few of them and I'm this is going to sound terrible but this is just like the way I can word it but a couple of them were gangly little teenagers oh. getting up there and just doing their thing and like and the fact that they had to be in like a two-piece mm-hmm. swimsuit like up mm-hmm. on stage like they had little like um I don't know what you call them but like sarong. sarong things like wrapped around and like a couple of girls took them off and like kind of danced <laughs> with them or whatever but like well, that takes courage. You know, yeah. it takes courage to get up on that stage, and you have to sort of exactly, yeah, definitely, that regardless. I mean, One of the, we're a little bit nervous about doing this, and yeah. nobody's even going to see us. Nobody's even yeah. going to see yeah. us. I mean, I'm hearing like freaking yoga pants and a t-shirt. Like, I don't really yeah. care. Like, I don't have to be on film or anything for it. So, oh. can I just swing ever? the subject for a second? Did you okay. guys see on ninety-seven um Facebook at? The, the Yummy oh, yes, Mummy Contest. Yes, I did. And the lady who won it, she was beautiful. It was a beautiful picture. It was a boudoir shot. Her husband encouraged her to do it. But she's completely spread eagle in the picture, in her panties, in her bra. Oh, and it was a mountain. It takes here, a lot no, of here. confidence. Oh. Like, do right you Yeah. I, I, I like I never get heard of emails this. from Rock 97.9 like yeah. at midnight. I don't know why they send them at midnight, but I'm up at midnight, but I'm falling asleep. So I click into it and then I never read it again. I mean, I, I commented on the picture. I'm like, you look fabulous. Um, kudos to you for having the confidence. 
but I don't think everybody needs to see it. Did I don't you think you need to put picture your panties on there. I mean, I didn't see anybody I else. I checked out the page and it shows a list of all the other women. And although other women are nice, wholesome moms, and you know, some of them are beautiful. Yeah. And some are in you know formal wear and nice clothes. And I'm scrolling through the list, and all of a sudden, there's this black and white professional yes. shot. And of it was a pro this, shot. Yeah, this really gorgeous woman. It was just, gorgeous. Yeah. You know, in her unmentionables. Yeah. You know, just. Putting it all Just out there. I know. Somebody I had said to me, oh, I didn't see your name in the, the Yummy Mummy. And I went, I'd like to see your contestants first. Because you're going to get a headshot of me because I'll probably have my flannel pajamas on underneath. <laughs> and um, how is anybody going to compete with that? Truthfully, uh, like, that puts a regular woman out of the running, I think. That? Because I think it was judged for the sexiness of it. Which, well, probably if is. I looked like that, I might be in my panties on Facebook too. I don't know. But. <laughs> and safe way, hell. <laughs> Kudos to her for doing it. That takes a lot of courage yeah. and a oh, lot definitely. of confidence. But Absolutely. I mean, I don't think it's appropriate for a mm. mom. Like, if I was the kid I and I see my mom Men. on Facebook. If I saw my mom on Facebook. That, well, and she's, you know, she's I'm a mom and I'm not I'm just a mom. mom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot more than just a mom. Her, her husband encouraged her to post it. And I mean, good for them. Like, good for them. I still it's, have it, a bit of a mixed review on it's it. It's probably though. not a picture I'd put up, you know, mm-hmm. like my son's wedding or something. But I honestly <laughs> yeah. don't think that I, I, because she's a mom, that she shouldn't allow to be, be allowed to oh, be. Oh, yeah, no, right. no. She agree. Yeah. Like, agree. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, shouldn't yeah, be the sure. defining. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. That makes sense. Although I can imagine but, that my son might have a different opinion. Oh, so yeah. Just, I just, just I throw throw like, there. yeah, all I think is like, my kid would be amused. This is an opinion She's of like like it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but if I any of my know. older female relatives on Facebook like that, I would just be like, ah, oh, cover up. And I mean, I have relatives on Facebook that are a little more out there with their pictures. And I'm like, oh, God, you're, no, don't, don't. This is because I'm related to you. But I mean, still, it's, it didn't seem classy. And yeah. maybe that's inappropriate of me to say, but it didn't. It would not be approved of my house. Is there, is there any such thing as inappropriate on this show? Because I've yeah. done, just because I've done the podcast and there's no such thing <laughs> as inappropriate. I'm just I wondering. I don't think so. And I mean, yeah. like, what, I don't <laughs> if I saw my mom like rocking out lingerie on Facebook, I think I'd be kind of like, 20% of me would be like, oh my God, my husband has seen this. Yes. Now I'm concerned. But the other 80% of me would be like, I hope, I hope. Right when I'm when I'm you know yeah. 29 plus plus all of the other years that my mother has against her right now um, that I would be willing to to spread eagle in lingerie on Facebook I guess yeah I don't know and maybe it's just the age gap I, I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't want my mom looking at I, that my kids are older so this lady who did win um, her Facebook's a little bit open so she had a little like little children and right. I don't know if she had one or two but they were little so. Of course, a little child is not going to be on Facebook and not going to be able to judge it. I have an 18-year-old son who has threatened to beat people up that sat next to me. Like, well, there is no yeah. way that my yeah. kids would approve so, of that. Cool. And I wouldn't no, approve no. of my kids doing it either. Like, my daughter is almost 21. <laughs> well, I, it came up recently because... Um uh, Keanu Theater is looking for people to audition for one of their new plays called Calendar, Calendar Girls, Girls, and they've, oh, they've suggested that I would like to audition for it. it. And I said to my daughter, you know, this involves sort of mm. getting nude on stage. Oh, and and I said, how do you feel about that? And she's like, whatever. <laughs> you want to get nude on stage? Get nude on stage. It really it? comes down I have no to. Idea. Oh, I don't mean, do it. I don't think so. If you had a son, it might be different. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Really? You know, it might be different. My brothers are so protective of. Like yeah. even me and my sister yeah. and my mom. Like if yeah. if his if his friends so much as my actually my little brother he um got in a lot of trouble. Oh, well, yeah, there's, there's the picture. The picture. Yeah. 
Okay. And I mean, um, it's hot. There's no it's, doubt about it. It's a great. Photo. But do so I don't every. I find that a little personal. I would. I don't think I. Would okay. See, so you know, I think it's a that. great picture. I think it's super classy. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong. with I, that. Honest to God, it, that is a classy lingerie shot. Absolutely. It is. It's, okay. I wouldn't want anybody to see it. I know. When you guys were saying like spread eagle, I picture her on her back with like her legs doing. Yeah. No. But she's like a little more prudish than you. Okay. So. So. All right. Citizen, so let me, <laughs> let me read out the uh, price list so that we know what she was. Maybe, yeah, the price was good. Oh, maybe I'd so she, my grannies for that too. She won a chef's table's dinner at the Hearthstone Grill, a gift basket from chocolates and candlelight, and she's going to Van Halen. Like, okay, yeah, I really, that's pretty cool. I take off. I think her <laughs> husband was a Van Halen fan, actually. I think that that's what he It's on the internet forever now. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the it's, only. It's there forever. Yeah. It's there forever. Yeah. I would just worry, you know, how they do that meme pictures all the time, and you know, they put oh, all like captions on them. Yeah. You don't know. That could be all yeah. over the you world. You know, the only thing really. I'd worry about is some creepy person showing up at my house. It's yeah. not that big a town, you know. Yeah, that's not, that's really not a big your name's town. out there. You've just put a photo of yourself on the internet in lingerie say, on a radio site. Can I just mm. say, in case I mean, if she was ever to hear it, we're not judging her by oh, any not means. She's by any means. She's I'm just saying, in my situation, I, that probably would not be for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, if if I if I saw a photo like that of my mom, I think I'd be like, "You want tickets to Van Halen?" Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, but like from from the way you guys described it, I pictured something yeah, like a no. lot more pornographic. I, I honestly did too. Like yeah. I honestly pictured this like totally like like completely yeah. R rated like, like super scantily clad. Yeah, no, no, I think that picture is gorgeous. Yeah, it was a bit shocking to me when I saw it. Yeah. And like, I'd well, like to see what the other pictures were like. Though I haven't seen any of those. Todd, you looking for those? Not similar. Yeah. Okay. I'm on it. He's hooking yeah. us up. Yeah. Ask them. Ask them. I'm glad we've got I don't think he has a problem with that. With that task, having the confidence. Yeah, though. and like, that's the comment that I had wrote on it as well. You know, good for you for the confidence. But I mean, I'd like to Not have when I'm old, when I'm like 80 and wrinkled. I'd like to have photos like that to look back on and be like, yeah, I was a bitch and 20 year old. Look at me. <laughs> it's not just when you're 80. <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting that out there. Thank you. Me and 22. Okay, yep. so. Um, <laughs> I look at those pictures when I'm 20 and go, oh, God. Well, what happened to me? How did this happen? So, speaking of inappropriate, one of the. Uh, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, 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 not you, not you, not you. No, I, I went on a completely different tangent there. Um. <laughs> um the I posted on the Facebook Are you gonna talk about the Barbie girl? <laughs> I am oh, okay, yeah. so um <laughs> yes, completely inappropriate. There is a young lady in Russia. Russia. Oh, no. She is Ukrainian, but she is oh. in Russia and her name I'm not even gonna try to say her name actually, I take that right back. <laughs> Just call her Barbie. Barbie. Um, if you Google real life Barbie, it comes up. It's um, there's actually a blog post that is called "Look What You've Done to Yourself." Ukrainian girl fulfills dream of becoming a real life Barbie doll. So there's actually a shot of her sitting on the beach that I want to try find so I can show you guys. So are like her measurements see... proportionate to Barbie? The thing pretty about... damn close. 
Have you seen? Is it no like measurements or anything? Yeah, like Barbie. What is she actually? Who is she? It's disturbing. She's a Ukrainian model. Have you not? Oh, she looks like Barbie. So she's twenty-one years old. She's had quite a bit of plastic surgery. There, you can actually find her all over the internet. It's not just this one. And her purpose is to look like she has. So she she's um she's a soprano artist. She has a phenomenal soprano like almost opera mm-hmm. voice you can hear a little bit of some of her, her pieces um she i guess she she does look uh, like barbie oh man. but i'm That's sorry like she doesn't look unhealthy i think she's gorgeous no, um you see but I, she's claimed she hasn't had any plastic surgery work yeah um like she has a video that's I think it's, I can't remember if it's translated into English or if it's dubbed or if she's trying to speak English but very broken. And, you know, she's saying, hey, no, no, this is me. This is the way I look. But she's getting a lot uh, of, fuck, that. that's not real. Yeah, but, I so mean, who are we to say that? I, don't, I think she's had Well, because you've work. got, you know, she absolutely has. There's pictures I mean, of her with her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, she's had work. From post-work. So this is, this is her. You can just yeah, flip through some of the pictures there. There's also oh, my God. My God. Yeah, I thought it's, it's a real, yeah. Barbie doll. So she looks like I a doll. I was watching her. Look I actually, like I, I wasted, I hope nobody from work is, is listening to this, but I, there was actually like a, a, a an hour of my life today that I'll never get oh back God. watching her put on her makeup. <gasps> no <laughs> and, yeah. and she wears an incredible amount look of makeup. Look at that picture. Of her, like, it look was, at her there. That <laughs> looks like she's in Barbie's dream house or something. That's crazy. I just, I don't. Oh, I, and I'm probably like the only woman on the face of the planet that doesn't think there's a problem with it, but I think she looks gorgeous. I, I think if it makes her happy, yeah. then yeah. you know, go her for skin it. Looks like I mean, it's too, odd. There's to no a level, to a degree, to a degree. Oh, she looks better than I do. She hasn't done anything. It was the same thing with that that chick from the hills uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, oh I'm Heidi. Yeah. Yes. So. And I mean, she goes back now, and you like you listen to Heidi talk, and she's like, "Oh, I regret everything that I did." And well, what she did to herself didn't end up working out. She doesn't look a thing like this. Let's face no. that. Yeah. And I just honestly, if I had the money to make my body look exactly the way I wanted it to look, would you want it to I look like a plastic would. doll owned by Mattel? Though my, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to be a breast doll. My daughter Duffy, chose to do. Head, I think yeah. I'd have. Some I'd have some real concerns <laughs> about my daughter's. Barbie self-image. Probably one of the most iconic figures of, of, of female yeah. beauty for the last century. Like, she, Absolutely. I mean... But I... Uh, I think I, about my own daughter, mm-hmm. and I think about if my daughter was having plastic surgery to look like a doll, mm-hmm. and I'd wonder what inside her was making her want to do this. Like, that, I, that I she, think it would be like a low... I spend so much yeah, time talking to my kids mm-hmm. about... Being who they are and accepting the way that they look, and not just accepting the way that they look, look accepting the way other people look. I mean, they're probably probably photoshopped. Um, So she still looks quite a bit like Barbie, and there is there's a photo of her somewhere without. I mean, if you just saw her walking down the street and talking to people, she wouldn't look like that. She wouldn't look so posed and plastic. I would no, no, no. I would these think. photos are, you know, probably all really photoshopped too to make yeah. her look, look even more even plastic more like, and yeah. even more doll, yeah, dollish. Absolutely. We're seeing her at her mm-hmm. most, yeah. her most fake, yeah, like her, her most fake, most, yeah, yeah. It's just, although I'm gonna say her boobs are quite uneven in that picture. Yeah, yeah so it's the way she, she's um, I think she's gonna. I think that there's a. So this is what she used to look like. That that is the original girl. So she was still a pretty girl. Oh, she was a pretty girl. I mean, she was by no means remarkable, right? Like she wasn't somebody that would stop you on the streets and Mm -hmm. and make you kind of do a one eighty. And she wanted to be. And is she obsessed with Barbie? Is that or no? She she just looks. She she just she just saw that that Barbie is considered kind of you know globally is like this this. The thing is, if you don't like it, you can fix it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't like your nose, I know young girls who a young girl who's actually she's I think she's nineteen. 
She doesn't like her nose, so she thinks she might get it fixed. She doesn't like her boobs, she might get new ones. She puts in like hair extensions. Yeah. Um, so I have hair extensions. But they're all looking for a real that, man, though. You know, that's the problem. You okay, know? well, I, I have a man. I, you know, mm-hmm. I have a man, and, and I wear hair extensions because they make me feel pretty. And I wear makeup because it makes me feel pretty. And, and I work out. Oh, yeah, of course. And if I could get liposuction, because it's a hell of a lot easier than going to the gym, <laughs> I would get liposuction. Like, and, I, and I just I think that... I would love to do that. I, exactly. Because, because we're women and we're vain mm-hmm. and we want to look hot. And, and we don't want to fix look, it. You can just fix it if you exactly. don't like it. Well, I think it's very much a personal choice. And that's, and that's what I think people have to remember. It is a personal choice. I have to admit, though, if it was my daughter... I'd have some concerns yeah, so about what was going on inside her head. Yeah, about what was going on on inside her head. She probably has a low self-esteem. Yeah, a really where low this was taking but her. But do you think That's that your self-esteem would have to be low just to maybe not like your ass and want it to have a little fuller? No, and but no, to get no. that much but to plastic do, surgery, but to do like that full body, much, like change that, your whole to, to, body shape, change your entire look. Oh, exactly. I mean, have you have you guys seen the photo of this woman who basically has has sort of had plastic surgery so she looks like a cat, so she looks oh the cat lady. I mean, you know, and and you're thinking, what's going on inside somebody's head that, that this is like that kid? this is where it's leading mm-hmm. you know them. that's a little fucked up though well yeah you know that it is, is. <laughs> it is but i mean if you have a little crooked nose why not fix it? if you can yeah. afford it and if it makes yeah. you happy and you know fix it if you can go ahead i mean you it's just, just you dress to your liking you wear makeup to your liking you do your oh, hair yeah. you do your nails all these are but aesthetic so i'm mean, talking to me that a 19 year old girl has the ability to make them choices mm-hmm. she has enough money yeah. in the bank if she wants to do I it mean, she can go do it i mean gosh like i don't think that I would change my body shape at all. Like, not at this age. Maybe, like, a few years down yeah, the line. Yeah, have you though. looked at yourself? Yeah, I know. Like, I've got, I've got it. Like, I know, but... No, just... But just saying, like, I... And I know, like, a lot of... I went to an all-girls school for high school, so um, a lot of the girls there, we tend... Like, we would talk about, like, plastic surgery and stuff. It's just what we did. Like, mm-hmm. we all sat in rings, just like this. Like, we're sitting now on the high school field at lunchtime and we'd be eating our lunch or whatever and we'd talk about this stuff because it was all it was all stuff that was prominent in the media back home and that kind of thing and we always wondered like you know like would I get a boob job and some of my friends would be like oh hell yeah I'd get a boob job and I'd be like well I kind of want to find out what my boobs are going to look like yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm right. Honestly, I'm at an exactly. age where lots of women my age are getting plastic surgery. I yeah. mean, I know women who are getting facelifts. I know women who are getting, and I won't. I don't even do Botox. Oh I don't man, do I know women that. Stuff. Oh, it's just—it's not my—it's not my thing. You know, I'm—I'm you I'm okay. I know people who are getting it who are my age as preventative. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to shoot the Botox. I saw a picture of myself yesterday. <laughs> hey, those are beautiful. Taking a picture of me, and I was kind of like this, and she's like, "Drop the brow," and I dropped it. And when she showed me the picture, I was like, "You better fucking delete that right now." Anybody <laughs> sees it, I was so yeah. I'm gonna do the Botox. This this was but, the I mean, one I picture, have, so I wouldn't think of a boot job. But I know yeah. people who are don't have them; they would be more confident maybe if they did. Yeah, I understand yeah. it. I, I, I have boots, guess, and I would still get work done to them if, a little if something, I could. Right, a little higher, is, a little wrong bit. With that. You know, I would never rounder, judge anybody else for doing bit, it. It's just not something I'd ever do. Yeah. You should it's be happy with yourself. Oh no, like not not judging anyone. I know lots of people have had it done. You want to improve it, improve it. But I mean, know that you're beautiful without it. That's the big thing. I'd be happier if I had a tummy tuck. What if you're not? What if you're not? Who's whose version of not? I mean, I, you know, is my kid beautiful or is she not beautiful? In my eyes, she's the most gorgeous thing walking the planet. But she doesn't but, feel beautiful. Yeah, but it's exactly. If you're right. getting it, I mean, get it get it for yourself. But I mean, yeah. know that you're beautiful mm-hmm. even without it. I mean, because if you have a bad self-esteem, you're getting plastic surgery, when's, when's it going to stop? You're like, oh, my nose well, is a little crooked. And that's so exactly you get a it. nose job. Oh, you, you feel beautiful after after that. Even if you have would all this plastic surgery, no, would you be beautiful afterwards? Well, I'd probably spend a whole lot of shitload of money on my body if I was rich. No, 
I think I'm rich. Partly for that reason. We meet in the Vegas airport, and I'm coming with my Outlet Coach bags, and Missy's coming with the Louis Vuitton. I'm rich. Yeah. Man, I, I get that from work. So you're trying to it's you're trying worst. to point out this one of her. This on the one beach, here. Right? Okay, so like a when I was a kid, I used I used to live on the beach, and it kind of looked a little bit like this with my Barbie doll, and she looks exactly oh, yeah. the same. The Absolutely. way her legs are propped Absolutely. and everything, yeah. she looks. Well, they posed it very just, much. Too. Yeah, they posed yeah. it. Like of course, Barbie. I mean her little yeah. arms are straight, yeah. just like yeah. Barbie dolls. But it, it's yeah, it's just. I, I thought it would be something cool to talk about because it's been pretty prominent in the media lately. It's something that's exploded. There's also British um, real-life Barbie who isn't so prominent in the media. However, she has encouraged her, I believe, 16-year-old daughter to get liposuction and purchased it for her. Oh, mm. wow. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get it for anybody else. No. Don't ever change your body nope. for anybody else. This is one of the things that really, really gets under my skin, especially lately, because um, I've gotten a little heavier over the past couple of years, and my friends see that. And I'm getting a lot of them now who are trying to sell me body by vi, mm-hmm. and it oh, like man. it yeah. turns me so it makes me so so angry that anyone else would comment on my body because I'm I'm I know I'm a little chunkier, but I'm content with it. It's not a, it's not a huge issue for me, but it being an issue for other people that's offensive. That yeah. It offends me and it makes me really angry, but I would never, ever go and get liposuction just to make somebody else happy. Yeah. And if you're happy with it, if you're happy with the way your body looks, you know what? If the point comes when you're not happy with it anymore, you'll then, do I'll, change about it. It. then I'll change it. Then I'll change it. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that firsthand. So mm-hmm. I lost three years ago, I lost 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, if you're not happy with it, you will do something when that point comes. Exactly. When so, I and nobody, point. nobody can do that or tell you when that point is either. Mm-hmm. Well, and any 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 attempts that you make to change for somebody else won't stay that way. Right? No, because they're not it'll, for you. It'll it's be not, a it's got to be for you. It's got to be for you. It's like quitting smoking. If you surgery, try to quit smoking for, for someone else, it's not going to work. That's right. Exactly. That's right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. How do you not tell your friends off? I do. I'm yeah, like, fuck I, off, man. I I'm would like, I look drown. Hot. No, my favorite anyone. line is, How? my favorite line is, yeah, sure, I could lose 20 pounds, but you're still going to be a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I just, I can't believe you have friends that are. I do. Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I tell yeah. my friends I've gained like 14 pounds. I actually like, went no, to the. You didn't. Yeah, I know. No. Exactly. That's all. Yeah. So what if you can't button that up? Losing weight. I work in a location. You're like the scales say I'm not, but okay, I'll take it. I went to. The bank recently, and I've I go to this bank all the time, and the teller actually looked at me and she asked me what my due date was, <gasps> and oh, oh, it took everything in me not to cry at that but moment. I like so many emotions. Everybody has a story you. like that. I think everybody has oh, a story like that. I, I do. Had that have asked of me just because um, my body shape, not every outfit is flattering on me, and somewhere that I worked, the outfit was not flattering mm-hmm. on me. And somebody did ask me, and I knew that they were ten times more embarrassed than I was. So I kind of shook it off, mm-hmm. but there was a lady who I used to work at Sobeys, and she come in every week. She come in every week. I was looking at her; her belly was getting rounder and firmer and rounder and firmer. And I would never, never ask anybody ask if they were pregnant. Something you but, never ask. But it just—it was like every week it was rounder and firmer. So this one day I went, "Oh my God, you got quite the belly on you!" And you know what she said? Yeah, I know. I can't stay out of the fucking junk food. 
Well, she mean, was not pregnant. Oh and my she, god! Yeah, but she didn't oh, even clue in that I thought she was pregnant. She just thought I was saying that she was fat, and I would never, unless somebody oh, was actually man. delivering yeah. a baby in front of me, I probably would well, never. I, mean, yeah, I, tried I, to, I would never. It's, ask. It's I tried like to crack a, a joke, rules, and I tried to not make her feel awkward. But she she wasn't embarrassed at all. Yeah. But it continued to get worse because I'm like, oh no, you know, should stop having Cheetos for breakfast, lady. Oh. And she's like, oh, do you smoke? I'm like, huh? And she's like, oh, when my girlfriend quit smoking, she lost, she gained all this weight, and I'm like, I I, I don't smoke. And she just gives me a, oh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what? What's a smoker look like? Do I look like a fat smoker? What, what is it? <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm hormonal. I'm like, oh, God. I go back to work. And I'm standing in front of the mirror. I'm tucking in my shirt. I untuck my shirt. Oh my I tuck gosh. it in. I turn to the side. And I'm like, fuck my life. Oh, <laughs> Only a very stupid person asks a woman if I she's pregnant. If you don't week. know, you just I got don't it twice bring that it week, guys. It happened to me once at a Christmas party. Oh, I'm right. at one of my husband's work Christmas parties. And the only thing I could think of when I looked at this woman is, are you fucking kidding me? Like, who, who in their right mind asks I someone this? I literally will be looking at a woman that's like eight months pregnant and she'll be with her hand on her stomach. Yeah, and I mean, wouldn't I say a word. Oh, you know, and, mm. and I'm looking at her and she's like, oh, oh, yeah, well, I'm, you know, Until I'm they bring up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're setting up a crib. Oh, I'm not even cool. going there. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's stupid. Totally at the end of this week, it I go to a clothing store. This is a clothing store that I go to now at the end of the week, the same week, and the lady checking in, she goes, oh, so you're pregnant. Uh, and I go <gasps> like twice in a week. I can't like really. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Yeah. Oh no. Stacey. Yeah. I bet you're not asking because I'm so happy and glowing. Am I? No. No. And again, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't embarrassed at all. So and I was more offended that she wasn't embarrassed yeah. oh. for asking me. Oh, I'm like, man. I'm just not going to buy this shirt now. I'm going to go mm. back to back to where I was. Yeah. It, Thanks, at lady. least if they're like embarrassed about it, you can kind of like brush it off and be like, okay. But if they just stand there stone faced and go, oh, you're kind of like. Yeah, then I'd want to smack her. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I was a little, a little angry. She was. Yeah. I can't yeah, even imagine emotional. what that conversation would feel like. See, and, and uh, if, if it was uh, me, and I'm a little older than you, I would probably just look at her and say, "You know, I'm incredibly deeply offended." I'm so by awkward, this and I'm so I don't know how to respond on the spot, and I'm so dumbfounded. I'm so awkward too. I'd probably I just, be like, "Yeah, five I, months." <laughs> I'd probably just be like, <laughs> "No, I'd be, oh I'd be the bitch that says." Where's your manager? <laughs> yeah. I just have to stand there and Because I'm going to have a little chat with your manager about your people skills. That would skills. probably be me, too. Yeah. I'd I just, just be like, and, and I would probably say something like, I'm not, I'm not uh, pregnant. Uh, I'm like, not, oh, my no. God. What are you saying to Yeah, me? I'd be like, like, why would you say yeah. that? Wait, she could, me yeah. she could, yeah. I, wish, I wish she would have apologized because she could see I'm obviously offended because I get red in the face so easy and my yeah, eyes are starting to water and I'm standing and I'm like, uh, no, 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 I'm not. And she didn't say, like, she didn't she say, didn't say anything. Was, oh, was she, got, was she old? You've got a lot bigger lately. <gasps> and I'm like, was she older, oh, Stacey? Was she, she? She was a bigger woman, too, older. She was older. She was yeah. I, I don't no, want to no, like generalize like anybody, but young. was she from from the East Coast by any chance? Just because no, I find that they she have wasn't. they have a much Less easier time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, a much true. easier time yeah. to being know, from the she East was Coast. From, um, <laughs> I'm gonna agree with that. Scotia, but I I'm going to say yeah. if you go a little more east than that, it's probably yeah. Well, I mean, it's not I'm from Newfoundland, it's just and my grandma loves it. My grandma's like, oh yeah, she's getting fat, awesome. She's like, you up. She dies every time. Like when I go home, she's like, yeah, he got fatter, yeah. Oh, and wow. it's, it's a good thing for her because she thinks it means I'm healthy that I'm eating. Yeah, same right? with my so grandma. That's, that's the way. Yeah, she if you went on thin, she'd be right? If I go home and she's like, yeah, you gain weight, it's a compliment for yeah. her. 
Mm-hmm. See, I remember being like 13 years old, and every summer we went to Elkford, BC, until my relatives moved to Nanaimo. And I, I, so I was a cheerleader in high school, and, and so every year I went, and I had my little cousins, the two little girls, and my little sister, and my little brother, sorry, Matthew, um, and we'd, we'd go cheerleading, <laughs> right? And I remember one summer wearing my first one piece in a pair of little shorts, and my aunt saying to me, you're really starting to gain a little bit of weight. You're getting to the age where you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking in my little 13-year-old brain, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and I don't think so. I can't imagine hearing that from a stranger because yes. lovely. Yeah. She would yeah. never say anything yeah. to yeah. hurt me. Well, and that, and that, so, it bugs me because I've got, like I said, I've got a, a 12 and a 14-year-old kid in my mm-hmm. house. And I know... Um, it's it, my daughter isn't so uh, concerned about it, but my niece can be. If somebody said that to my niece, she'd be absolutely crushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would it would actually seriously affect her image of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really bothers me mm-hmm. a lot, I particularly wish, coming from someone who's older. Me. Girls your own age are hard enough on each other, oh, but to yeah. come from somebody who's an adult and yeah. you know to say something like that to her would be extremely upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny though is kids now like. The, the concept of weight and body image and being in shape versus being skinny is totally lost on kids. My son's 10, and he is a stick figure. Yeah. Like, there is nothing to him. And he mm-hmm. will come into the kitchen or into, you know, our bedroom, and he'll be in his underpants, and he'll have his tiny little, like, 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 rib cage body, <laughs> and he'll be standing there with his belly out saying, Mommy, do you think I'm starting to get fat? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm like... Yeah. Okay, so your problem <laughs> is going to be skinny fat for the rest of your life, my love. Like, you're going to need to get to the gym and get some muscle on them little baggy bones. But yeah. it, it's yeah. just, it's very strange. But I had two nieces, or I have two nieces. They don't live here anymore, but she was in grade two or three at this one time. And she said that all her friends in school were dieting. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was just like, my mouth like dropped. I was like, what? Yeah, what happened when my daughter Man. was in, I think she was Crazy. in grade two, and one of her friends came over, and they were putting on their snow pants to go outside, and this little girl looks at me and says, I hate it wearing snow pants, because it makes my thighs look all fat. Oh I'm thinking, you're in grade two. Yeah. You're yeah. in grade two, and I'm looking at my daughter is. and thinking, oh. When I was a little yeah. girl, I wouldn't wear a snowsuit, because it made, it made me look me, fat. Yeah, me too. I've always I, been I, chunky. I was a little shithead, but I mean, when I was like nine or ten, we would go out sliding with my friends, they would all be in like jeans and skimpy mm-hmm. little jackets, and my grandma would try to put me in this giant marshmallow suit and I'm like no exactly. fucking way Ann, not happening <laughs> me too like, oh, exactly the oh. same I was already heavy enough I didn't want to look like 10 pounds fluffy. oh no she shoved me in that snowsuit though it would, like, make me I fit warm because I would like have <laughs> the snowsuit and be like it's a snowsuit yeah, it's exactly. I love my yeah. I love my snow pants to this yeah. day. I would, I would freeze yeah. so my legs would sting. They would be so cold. While everybody else had proper clothing on, I would freeze. Oh no, she'd shove me in. I would still freeze. And shove me at the door and be like, I wouldn't wear a toque. And now, like now that I'm now that I'm an adult, I love toques. But when I was younger, I would have like frostbite on my ears before I would have a toque on my head. Yeah. But yeah. I, I loved snow pads. Actually, I had a, a onesie snowsuit with, like, the feet on it still, like the old pajamas, oh, until I was in my 20s. Awesome. Like, Sweet. Awesome. I have no concept of snow gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Prior to moving Prior here. Prior to moving here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually, one of the 
when I was working at like my first job in Canada I worked at Mark's Work Warehouse and one of the guys he um he came up to me and I was like oh like where do you go and buy like snow pants and he's like what <laughs> I'm like well, well I don't know like where do you go and he's like oh go to sports check and he's like you know He's like, you know what a Canadian talent is? And I'm like, what? And he's like, knowing which checks are hot in a snowsuit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I get it. Like, you know, like just like right over yeah. my head. Because no concept of like what it looked like. But as soon as I'm holding up these snow pants, I'm like, these are so puffy and crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, I get that comment now. Like, Now I know. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. But or like being oh, a teenager crazy. and going to like the hill with all your friends. You'd be in this huge snowsuit, but you'd be like, no, mom, I got you my hair and my makeup. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or even now, like, I go snowboarding with my kids. My kid's fantastic on a snowboard. I am not so much mm. at all. In fact, now he will leave me on the bunny hill because he's embarrassed to be seen with oh. me. Oh. But even out there at, at 27, I still feel like I need to wear, like, a, a very thin top mm-hmm. and then have my snow pants kind of folded over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like that illusion of, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally slim, even though there's... <laughs> Yeah, practically have to pour me into my snow pants nowadays, but I don't know. I love snow clothes. Well, now that I'm in Fort McMurray and I've experienced how fucking cold it really mm-hmm. gets, I've I've no shame in going out in a full snowsuit and like a toque and eighty different sweaters. I mean, I bus it to work during all winter, and <laughs> yeah. I have bus pants that I wear to work just because. Yeah, if I, if I did, maybe I would, me. but I don't. Like my my truck runs for probably half an hour before I get in it, and I oh literally go from a building to an office. An office to my house. Like, I am I get not to work so and I take off like eight layers of clothes. Yeah, like, I have too. to go for my shift like a half hour early so I get on. Track. When you're taking I'm the bus, so though. But I, I admit, yeah. I wear scoops all year round. That, that <laughs> picture is fundamentally disturbing That's a whole other to me. Can of worms there. What the fuck so, is that? Yeah, so anybody who, well, obviously nobody out there in, uh, in internet world That's know what we're looking at, but we're looking at a woman with a child who is almost three who is apparently three yep. years old uh, well attached to the nipple <gasps> and dun, 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 dun. the the, okay. the comment is are you mom enough I have an issue with the headline I have because a, that's that yeah. it's a competitive are you mom the enough the, the implication is, like, is that you're not mom enough if you don't yeah. do this I'm sorry mom, like, mom, m- motherhood mom isn't a competition it's, it's that not irritates no. me if somebody that's, chooses to breastfeed until their kid is three years old more power to them that's fine really you know I have a story actually I will be very honest. I did. Until my my daughter was three. Until we were two. Absolutely. I don't even understand that. I think if a child can open up the fridge and get themselves a drink, they don't need to be. There is a problem with them being attached to your boob. I think it's a mother and a. It's it's, it's, a mother and a child. If a mother wants to breastfeed her kid until it's five, you know, that's your right. I think it's your personal choice. That's your personal choice, and that's your right to do so. Um, And I think if, you know, it's not your kid. That's they're not your problem. Not yeah. your problem. So I guess raise I, your kids. Like, I, I went the exact them? other way. I couldn't even. I couldn't even bring myself to breastfeed. Not for one day. Yeah, I, it wasn't even day. an option. I was. Me. I actually had to fight for it because I actually had a medical condition where mm-hmm. I had a physician trying to convince me not to breastfeed. And my daughter was probably about four months old at the time. And I actually fought yeah. to continue so, breastfeeding because I felt nope. so strongly about it. I'm really young. I'm really I'm young on the subject. Um, can you? Because you can bottle your breast milk, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, because I know it's a big issue of mothers breastfeeding in public. Um, would is it troublesome? Like, is it an issue for the mother to bottle her milk and bring that with her, it's or a is whole it, extra step? It's, it's a, a whole extra step, step. and it's, it's can't pump as well. You and and that's pump, pump, yeah, and yeah. It. And it's it becomes why why would I have to bottle my breast milk to feed my baby when this mm-hmm. is a very natural part of of mm-hmm. of 
motherhood when it's a very natural mm-hmm. part of the process. I'm very, I'm very um, I breastfed that. in like, I don't... public. I mean, not in public when she was mm-hmm. when she was um, close to three. She's gonna kill me for talking about. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's twelve now. She's gonna be thinking, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, but you know, but in public when she was up until she was about a year old, sure, I, mm-hmm. I breastfed in public and and without any shame. Like it, it was never yeah. an issue for me. And if anybody had a problem with it, well, they got one of my looks, which was. What the fuck are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would have. Are you talking in, in public? Are you talking covered? How do you Sometimes. how do you cover a child that can walk out from under the blanket? <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, well, but at, at a year she wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, and a year a year is kind of on that cusp, right? Like where it's you know they're still basically an infant, but I just like I see three years old, and I had a, a cousin that that would have probably breastfed her daughter until she was in junior high, like if yeah. if she had had that option, right? But I just. I remember thinking, like, this child can literally say, Mommy, it's 8 o'clock, it's time for my milk. And at that point, it's mm-hmm. just I it's find time it, to be done. Personally, I know it's your personal opinion, my own personal opinion, I find it a bit creepy. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. And there's people mm-hmm. who do, but there's, it's, it's, there's, there's a style of parenting called attachment parenting, which like, is, is sort of is the parenting style yeah. that... I didn't fully embrace, but I did yeah. embrace, and it worked very well for for my family and for my kid. And I think it depends on what works for you and your mm-hmm. kid and your yeah. family. And my kids slept That's in my bed too. Thing. Lots of people didn't approve of that, but yeah, you know so what? My, my kids woke up probably eight times a night, and there was no way I was getting up eight times a night. I don't function in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. so I my kids slept screw in, it. in our bed. Well, so that was, that was part of the attachment yeah. parenting thing was mm-hmm. was co sleeping, and that's mm-hmm. something that we did as well. And it was I never label it, it or worked title for us. And people said she'll never sleep on her own. She'll sleep. Yeah, you know what? She sleeps on her own just fine. You know. On her own when she's ready. I couldn't get my kids in my room now. Like, you know, just some nights I say, Kels, why don't you come on in? We'll watch a movie and you can sleep in my room. No, she doesn't want anything. It's like, she doesn't want to come in in my room. Yep. So, I think it's, again, it's one of those things that's a personal decision. And, Mm -hmm. uh, um, the the biggest issue I have with that thing is the whole "Are you mom enough?" It's it's, it's yeah. I hate moms. I hate I don't I hate it when it becomes a competition. Oh yeah, I breastfed. You didn't. Therefore, I'm the better mom than you mm-hmm. are. That's oh bullshit. yeah, you know I hate what? that. It's all about what works for you. Yeah. What works for your kids. What works mm-hmm. for your family. Let's not have it be competition, and let's not judge everybody else's choices Mine, based on yeah. our own. My that niece and my daughter were you know born four months apart, and I did not breastfeed, but my sister in law did breastfeed, and her baby was sick all the time. Yeah. So I mean, to me, I, exactly. I, I seriously this do not believe the research done on it that you're keeping your baby any healthier I think it's bullshit because I mean to me that was a prime example of here's the proof this child is sick all the time my kid was healthy as a horse I, I think definitely Teresa to your point it's it's 100% based on your feelings um, like how you feel about mm-hmm. it not necessarily whether it's good or bad like I remember so I had my son when I was 16 yep. and I remember so the entire my entire hospital experience was atrocious because it was all these you know older um, women basically telling me that by keeping my child I was doing him the biggest disservice you could so do you for were, a child you were really under a lot of stress yeah so you were, you were and and and, and 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 a lot of pressure to breastfeed. Yeah, tons of it. And at 16 years old, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'd like these babies to be used for a little bit more for the next couple of years yeah. than than a bottle. So well, um, you were dealing with other things. I mean, honestly, you know, you were you were 16 years old. Yeah. So, but I guess kid. my point is, even even at this point now, right, with him being 10, I look back on it and I'm like. I don't think that I made the wrong choice. And and I yeah. have parents still that are like, you know, you and your son would be a lot closer if you'd breastfed oh, him. And I think we would bullshit. be a lot closer yeah. if and, I and breastfed him, really. That's bullshit. It's judgmental, and I can't yeah. stand that judgmental. I would never judge another mom mm-hmm. on the choices she makes, whether she uses cloth diapers or 
disposable diapers, you know, mm-hmm. whether she, you know, any of these choices that, that parents make, I think you do mm-hmm. the best that you can. And you, and you and do you what learn, seems right, right at the time. And yeah. you learn. I mean, unless you're giving your kid fucking Coca-Cola in a bottle, yeah, then you know, exactly. you know whatever you want to do. It's your yeah. Favorite. You make your own decisions. I was you know? 16 pregnant too. And then there was another girl that was, you know, same age, had her baby. And I remember in high school, she'd be in the bathroom and she'd be pumping during, you know, in between classes and on breaks and... And that was hard for her, but she believed in yeah. it and she did it. Yeah, Whereas I was probably outside sneaking a cigarette, and that worked for me as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What's right. next? Good question. Um, What's a boob talk? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's something, all about women. something I can't weigh in on. It's. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell my daughter not to listen to this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can tune out. You now. share that with everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, all my my brothers and my sister and me, we were all breastfed when we were kids, and there was one point where Mum was just like, "Nah," with my brother, and she detached him in a horrible kind of way. Oh, you there? Um, like she dropped him? No, no, like? no, no. Um, and, and I really hope that he never listens to this, but I, I don't think either one of them know which one it is, so I'm not going to mention their names and they'll both be angry at me. But what, um, and I hope mum's not listening either, I'm sorry. What she did was, um, you know that nail biting? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. Some mums she, use pepper. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I but if she's ready, fantastic. she can't yeah. get him. And off she's of just her like, course. she's just like, that's it, like it's over. And the look, <laughs> the so comedic the, in my head, oh, I, I transform that into a cartoon in my head. The, and just, the the look on, like the look on his face when he'd be crying, like he wants it, right? Because he yeah. was little, and he'd mm-hmm. be crying, and then he'd be like. No, I don't. Like he's got this big <laughs> so conflict in his like head. Yeah, he's like, that. he's like, I want it, and he's like, no, no, that was terrible last time. Like I can't, yeah, can't do it. So but he's so small, right? A three-year-old can have memories. Of course, they can. Do you yeah. think that your children remember that? She doesn't. No, no? she's never brought it that, up. That's kind of no. she never. So how do you guys though. feel about being breastfed? Because I know, I mean, I've never done it, but uh, the girls that I work with breastfed their kids, and if there's if that topic ever comes up, their teenage boys are horrified. Like they shut their mom down immediately. They're like, "Mom, shut up! That's disgusting. I don't want to hear anything Might about be it." Different <laughs> with boys. Really? My kid's fine. My sister. I, I wouldn't want to know. I did that to my mom, but yeah. I don't even know if my son knows that that's how you feed a baby. And I think that if I tried to explain <laughs> to him that at one point or another that his that during his babyhood he could potentially have had his mouth on his mom's boob yeah he would need counseling oh yeah <laughs> like actual real it therapy may, might be it, a gender thing my daughter's fine with it it's, it's yeah well it was it was something that like i always grew up with because i my parents are friends with like a few nurses and they're all nurses who mm-hmm. are big on getting people to breastfeed so i was just always taught that it was the way to do things or well, my aunts did yeah. it mm-hmm. everyone we knew yeah. did it there were yeah. they weren't Same with me the only time babies were formula fed and like my whole range of family of anyone I knew was when they couldn't yep. get breast milk out. And in my oh, family, just, my, my it's mom, just the culture back home. Well, which I have is what you do. Four older sisters. My mom breastfed all of them, and my sisters were born in the fifties, which is when formula was actually mm-hmm. really big. My yeah. mother was considered kind of out there for breastfeeding yeah. in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Like she was considered pretty bizarre for for doing this um, because everybody else was formula feeding. Mm-hmm. So what would you say? But she did the... it because financially they couldn't afford formula. Mm-hmm. What would yeah. you say to the people who say, you know, get with the times? 
because a lot of people argue that bre- breastfeeding is outdated, that it's something of the past and that you don't need to do it. And I know that's a lot of argument. Some people argue that a lot, saying, you know, yeah. get with the times. Like, what would you what would you say to those people? What would your response be? Get with the times. Um, well, I'd say, you know, it, it's, it's kind of served the species well for a significant portion <laughs> yeah. of our history. It helps slim, da- mm-hmm. slim you down if everyone's worried about losing that extra weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, yeah. that's yeah. the right. one it thing. Does. Nobody told me that. It does. And that could save you money. It saves like, you don't yeah, have to yeah. pay for formula, if, which is yeah. so yeah. expensive. If you mm-hmm. want to pay for and formula, it gives go them for it. All of the antibodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a medical side to it. There is absolutely mm-hmm. sort of a, a medical side to it, and then there's just, you know advantages that they mm-hmm. they say. Uh, and I, and I think um, again, I think it's just a, a personal decision. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, that that sort of get with the times. Well, you know, technology just because we can do it doesn't always mean mm. it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, heck, if I can feed my baby for free, whatever, man. Yeah, it's a like, personal enough. decision. I mean, yeah, like, and it, it whatever, really comes down to the person if you don't mind you don't mind and if you do then go this way go that mm-hmm. way like whatever i don't think it's 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 something that people argue about pretty often but i think it moms can be argue silly. about it a lot so, i mean yeah. i remember when my daughter was little and i belonged to sort of parenting forums and the the breastfeeding feeding versus formula oh, yeah. feeding wars would break wars. out no, and i'd like i'd like leave the forum for weeks because well, like, well, this is all they're going to talk about McMurray for are like mm-hmm. deadly and, and they're obviously oh, they're, and some of them are vicious yes. some of them are vicious like, to each other obviously that that battle exists yeah. because there's five of us sitting around this mm-hmm. table right now with totally opposite um, opinions yeah. so what does breastfeeding so. do to your body as a woman like how does it affect the mother what does it do to the mother's body <laughs> the <laughs> hormones that are released when you breastfeed helps to like kind of like suck everything back in so like your uterus yep. contracts a lot faster um, so then your belly goes down faster. You burn like up to an extra thousand calories yeah. a day breastfeeding. So then you like burn. Fuck! And you have a baby. You actually feel There's one of the hormones yeah. they call a feel-good hormone, and yeah. it actually you actually do feel good. Yeah. Like so, and then there's the whole like bonding with the baby. So my name is Stacy. I'm 21. I like long walks on the beach. But then saying that, a little bit of Yanni. Don't don't exactly. And in terms of what it does to your body long term didn't do anything long-term to mine. Mm-hmm. So that's all I can say is nothing yeah. looks any different than it did. Well, okay, that's Well, that depends. <laughs> I know <laughs> lots of people. Yeah. age-related I know lots of people who have breastfed issue. and said their boobs were drained. Like completely yeah. just flat deflated. Out, drained, deflated. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting that back. Yeah, breastfeeding definitely I revoked my breasts. earlier yeah. comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think I'd rather my... have a pooch than no boobs. So <laughs> I think it depends on, I think it on of, the person. One of my I, I never had lots to start with, so it was didn't, never Didn't breastfeed, and like, we were, we hung out and watched TV like a couple of times the last little while while we were watching over a kid, and I've like, and I like, I'd look over at her and she'd be like, they're so big now. She's breastfeed, right? And I mean, like, she she lost a lot more of the baby weight, but she'd just be like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just pumped. So over the- I don't think I could do it if I had I- a kid. I wouldn't want to lose my boobs. It took me so long to grow these. Man, I was, I was such a late bloomer. I was an A cup all through high school. Oh, my God. Like, I yeah, had my sex too. ed teacher Still, in senior yeah. year pointed out to the entire class. This is one of the most horrific moments of my oh, life. Man, you have is terrible, during terrible sexual moments. development class when the teacher points out how, you know, after a certain age, you're, you're not going to grow anymore. And she points me out specifically oh as, you know, Stacey's oh. going to remain that size forever. <laughs> I went back to the reunion and I'm like, look at these C cups. Look, look at the big <laughs> I was saying, coming to high school, like, this is a bad thing. And I'm thinking, well, damn, some of us still are, Stacey. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. This is all padding. Some of us never did grow. No, this is all padding. Oh, my, my classmate 
find still it talk just about a this. little bit strange that we've been talking about breasts for well over an hour. You no, know can you imagine? We're an all-female. I know. Do I going to be like, oh my god, you guys have to listen to this. <laughs> Our viewer audience is going to go way up. I love my boobs. I never so, want them to change. Yeah, what were we talking Ever. about? Yeah, plastic surgery, um, <laughs> yeah. lingerie shots, breast patches, patches. Yep. And now um, we're just having an all out, we love our breasts kind of conversation. I love my boobs. So. I love them so much. I hug them all the time. I love what <laughs> I dress them up in pretty clothes. I make them feel special. <laughs> so I don't know if you have another topic, and not to put poor Teresa on the spot or anything, but did anybody else read uh, Kevin Thornton's um, oh article that came out in Fort McMurray today? His no, his uh, I didn't. yeah I his, his suggestions for city council. So. Okay, can I just ask first? This is the guy who, who does the. He writes things and he they're completely... He writes an op Okay. In, in yeah, they're completely hilarious, though, right? Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, so then... Like, that's I remember once <laughs> Melissa directed me to one, and it was like, um, everybody's going to ask Melissa who her hairdresser is, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, so this though. one is this uh, this one is in potential candidates today? for the, uh, yeah, for the municipal by-election. Okay. Right? So it's like, like, I think the first two on his list are Nolan Hawkness and, and, Jerry, and Neville. Jerry Neville, which... A great Jerry? Candidate. I think would be fantastic candidates. To run as... I think they should be running partners, to be honest. Sorry if you're listening, you Jerry, for the giant. Yeah. Jerry? Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> but Teresa actually made the bottom of that list. She is she is uh, Kevin Thornton's number, what, seven choice? I well, I believe you is. are you are a lot of people's picks. I've heard yeah. that yeah. a few people have approached you. I have been approached. Mm-hmm. And, and I am not running. No. No. Hmm. No. It's just something you never want to do or something you're not ready to do right um, now? You know what? I'm never going to say I would never do it. Um, I have a lot of autonomy and freedom to do what I do right now, mm-hmm. and I would lose that on city council. Um, true. Because totally I true. would become, as soon as you're elect, an elected official, you answer to people other than yourself. Right now, I don't answer to, to mm-hmm. anyone. My, my, you, favorite, mm-hmm. my favorite thing that I say is, nobody hired me, nobody can fire me. But you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, you're the voice of, you know, I see you as the voice of the community. If you were to be in council, you'd, you'd lose that. Right now, yeah. you're the public voice, and I think that's, you know... You can say whatever the hell you want. My opinion would no longer be my own, and I would have to be spending time building relationships and it would affect mm-hmm. what I could say and what I couldn't say. Your voice um, is you and know, it, it would effective. it would change how I do things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and, and I I've think had this that discussion with many, many frankly people as mm-hmm. to why yeah. I would you just not have to be politically correct run. instead of your own opinion. I well agree. exactly and, and and you know right now if I damage any relationships it really fundamentally affects no one but me. Mm-hmm. If I damage relationships as a city councillor it affects the other councillors, mm-hmm, the mayor, mm-hmm. the municipality, everybody in the community. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's not something, a responsibility I'd be willing to take on. My favorite line, incidentally, from Kevin is, is who commented that when irked, I'm a wolverine in high heels. Oh, <laughs> yes. The best description I've ever heard of myself when angry. That's because, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's that's an awesome. actual person here in town. Uh, sorry, Kevin I, is, uh, is a I writer in town. He yeah, he's a writer in town. And uh, he's a friend of mine, actually. But he, I had no idea. He blindsided me with that one because he sort of sent me a message on Facebook. And, and I'd already said, you know, I'm not running for city council on my Facebook. And he said, oops, I, I might have kind of blindsided you. I might have kind of set you up on this one. I'm like, Kevin Thornton, what have you done? Did and, he say uh, he is a writer and he has the freedom of speech? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. He just, you know, writes whatever he wants. He always starts with some ridiculous, like, disclaimer before he raises yeah. yeah, he's a good okay. guy. Kevin's a good guy. Here's the uh, disclaimer. Here's a wish list of people who would be interesting to have on council. Not all of them will stand. Not all of them will even try. But any of them would be fun to have as replacements for MLA's Mike and Don. 
And then he goes on with Nolan Hawkless and Jerry Neville. The main word that hangs out there is shtick. Nah. Yep. Yep. Um, Tim Reed, um, Rick Sammons. Yeah, he's a new director. Sammons, yeah. Library. library director. Um, he's a pretty cool guy. Have you I haven't met him yet. No, I, haven't. I, I, know I need to do that. His uh, four and a quarter is interesting to me. Yeah. John Vibo. Just because he thinks he, it's comedic release. It would spice things up. For sure. He's, it's been a tad boring the last year, what with everyone in chambers, so agreeable and, and efficient. Come back, John. Give us something to write about. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Kevin, not sure how to say the last Nagel. name. Nagel. Nagel? Yeah. Okay. Keanu. Uh, Keanu yeah, from Keanu. You, you got to read what it says. Shot there. Um, I'm sure Keanu couldn't be at a part with him, but imagine how useful he'd be if anyone needed to be fired. <laughs> I need to read that ahead of time. So. No, that's, that's okay. That's good. Kevin's very straight up. That's funny. Yeah. Don't know how to say that last name either, but Paula Oganowski, yeah. Amanda Purcell, Dawn Booth, Kylie Giddy, Ashley Crew, Krista Balsam, Karen Malik Khan. That's an interesting list. Yeah, yeah he comes from the movers and shit. Yeah, he said if there's all the the girls. If there's the something good happening, um. One or yeah. all of them are The chances there. Are, pr- are pretty good that most, if not all of them, will be there. Um, Scott, bleh, Scott Sullivan and Mark Little, Teresa Wells, any one of the Filipino service workers that have over the last couple of years made our town a better place to be. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I vote for Amanda, though. She's my friend. <laughs> She's fun. Uh, probably not the best basis. Yeah. Oh, no. oh no! I offered to vote for Mike because he had cupcakes. Was anybody was like, involved in like bought. student council at all back in high man. school? You see, I, I was man. I baked so. Oh my grandma! I'm sorry, I didn't bake. My grandma. <laughs> you brought in so my baked grandma goods. baked so much fucking cupcakes and cookies for me. All I won though. Oh, yeah, man. I beat those other bitches. You, you would buy my vote. Seriously, <laughs> food buys people. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I got all my votes with mm-hmm. food. They I'm all Ash know it cake though. Squiggle for a reason. <laughs> Ash cakes. I bake. And I'm sorry I didn't this evening. You should have, yeah, some cupcakes. Well, I was going to today, but I'm a little concerned by the lack of alcohol. I brought, um, there are cupcake jello shots. Um, You know, be brave. Be brave. They're going on the back burner, the to be worked on list, because it turns out cake vodka tastes more like vodka (gasps) than cake. I don't, we don't, like my husband and I, this is going to sound terrible, but we drink a lot. But we we drink a lot. <laughs> but we drink a lot of beer, right? Like, yeah. we're like a two beer a day, at least, kind of family. So um, when we go out, like when we were in Vegas, it was the, the two for sixes, right? You buy mm-hmm. them at the, at the mm-hmm. convenience store so and you cheap. walk down and it's fantastic because you forever have another beer in your hand. But I have recently come to the conclusion that at some point, and I don't know when it happens, somewhere between 18 and 27, I have crossed over to the dark side where you get hung over for days mm-hmm. off of hard liquor. And yeah. it really hit me out of nowhere. It was very yeah. surprising and quite rude, actually. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a horrible realization. It, it really yeah. only, I'm older than you are, and it really only happened to me in the last couple of years that I would get hung over. I used to, you know, have a hangover and not feel so good, but literally having three and four day hangovers Honestly, thinking yeah, I was going to die three really? four, yes. I mean the first day after that particular retirement party I mean I was in the fetal position all day yeah. my poor kid thought you I was going to die she was saying to her father maybe we should take mommy to the hospital and my husband's going nah she'll be fine and I don't admit hangover I'm like I'm there's something wrong like there was something obviously somebody spiked my dress or something there's no way I'm this sick 
off that many drinks. Yeah. yeah. I, that was exactly what You're I said. I was like, I don't know. Seven something hours must have gone vomiting. into my drink. Yeah. Your body turns yeah. yeah. around the same like a day. But I can have and the same I've been amount like, of liquor another week. Be just because it's a day. I've never had. Yeah. I've taken a fetal position all day, but not. Days and day. days. Oh, oh, I have. The only, I've time, Lord. the only time I was sick for more than one day was when my drink actually got spiked. Mm. Oh. The only way to really do yeah. it is to just days. stay drunk, like when I was in Ireland. For yeah. Tear yeah. 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 You just start drinking when you get off the plane and you keep drinking until you get on the plane. I got on the plane in Dublin still drunk. And so I traded my hangover for jet lag and it was charming. Yeah. It was not good. So it was like hangover jet lag? Pretty much. But apparently when you leave Dublin, when you leave Ireland, you're supposed to leave drunk or you haven't really enjoyed the country. So I was informed I did it right. Lots of vacations are like that though because on the way down, like when the plane lands, people are clapping. When you leave and you get on the plane, nobody's even looking. There's no eye contact made. Everyone's like, got their hood up, their yeah, sunglasses yeah. on, shoulders struggling. Yeah. Like, oh, don't even talk to me. The There's a baby sitting behind I've me. I've ever sobered up before crossing back into Canada <laughs> from a vacation. Like I, I can remember the only time I can remember really honestly kind of coming into that hangover period was coming back from the Dominican. And it was my first trip away, mm-hmm. right? The, my first trip without my husband mm. or my family or anything like that. Just an all-girls trip to Punta Cana. Totally, ridiculously drunk for seven days. <laughs> Solid. Plus, I broke my ankle on the second day. Oh, my God. So not oh, only was I ridiculously drunk for oh a week, but they were Broken. giving me painkillers every day. Oh, that's day awesome. Oh, my God. So coming out of that on the plane and also coming to the realization that my my ankle really freaking hurt and that oh, I was going to wow. have to sleep in the Toronto airport where they don't let you check in yeah after midnight that is so miserable like yeah. You must have been feeling miserable. I was pretty... I was not a kind girl. It, it's a wonder I don't talk to the girl that I traveled with anymore. Like, <laughs> I... She probably literally looks back on that trip and is like, I have no idea how I ended up with such a bitch on my trip. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very unfortunate. But why can't you check in at the Toronto airport? Has what, anybody what else mean? been there? I haven't been there you, recently. So, when you fly into the Toronto airport, if you fly in at a certain point, you get... So, you, you're stuck going before you can go through customs or anything so there's nobody at the cell at the check-in so you can't check in so if you can't check in even if you have your tickets because you've done like a self-check somewhere or something mm-hmm. customs isn't open oh okay so you can't go through I so you're stuck every airport though you're not allowed so many hours beforehand is it i don't know yeah. all i can remember is having to sleep on the on the, the, That's the, happened the, to floor, the stoneware yeah. floor really? airports are crazy yeah. when, when we flew flights have ever been like only an hour apart if i've yeah being flying anywhere airlines are crazy i mean i remember coming back from ireland and we flew through heathrow and i'm still drunk we had to go through security like five times at heathrow airport and i said you know if i have to take off my shoes one more fucking time i'm gonna puke all over the security guard (laughs) like i can't i can't bend over to take off my shoes one more time or i'm gonna puke i'm still drunk people and one of them is eventually gonna figure out i'm hammered and shouldn't be on a plane (laughs) but that's awesome i flew to vegas by myself the day after I got over um, food poisoning. Uh. And that was, like, I was literally in the airports on the plane crying by myself. I remember getting getting to my room. And, I mean, you know in Vegas, it takes a half an hour to get to your room. Like, it's, everything is so far away. And I got to my room and my key wouldn't work. And I put my suitcase down. I sat and I just cried. And my oh. cousins that were meeting me, they were just getting off the flight. Um, they had flown in from Ottawa. And they were texting me. They're like, hey, we're here. Are you there? I'm like, and I'm texting them. I was crying so hard. I'm like, I can't get up. And my key doesn't work. I can't get up. I'm just going to stay here. I'll wait for you guys. I'll wait for you guys. And then after about 10 or 15 minutes, I put the key in the door. And magically, it worked. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> just did. You willed it to work. You used the force. If your key never seems like work, 
friggin' rub it on your hair and it will work. Seriously? Yes. Uh, static. Use Isn't it every it time. Like your cell phone or something? It'll like demagnetize it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really bad for that. Mm-hmm. Every time. I just think I it was not quite activated yet or something. I never heard of it. It just works again. I just kick the door and I cuss profusively until someone comes by. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, make it work. And then they rub it on their hair and it works. Goddamn fairies. So does anyone have anything else they need to get off their chest? Does cold meds get anyone else really high? Just what? <laughs> just on the topic of what pain is meds no, and cold me too. meds. And just me cold too. meds? Yeah. Oh, Doesn't fuck. Do oh, I'm high for a week when I'm I get, them. I get, like, uh, I've tried writing when I'm driving. on cold meds, and I read it afterwards and go, Really? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like... Who wrote this shit? Like, I'm I have, on yeah. Facebook, and I'm like, uh-oh! <laughs> like, I have a I dash of medicine at my desk. I am like, like cold drugs. It goes yeah. away really fast. Even non-drowsy medicine still makes me high. Oh, I And get, cough drops make me high, because if you're coughing oh, a lot, the are you just keep popping a cough drop in, popping a cough drop in, and after a couple hours, I mean, you're high as... Because the non-drowsy often has caffeine in it, as well as all the other stuff. Like, everything, I could, like... Drive to Edmonton and write a speech. Like the only yeah, thing yeah. never affects me. It's oh, so weird. weird. No. Wow. The only thing that makes me retarded is neocitrin. Neocitrin, I'll do it. But it. it could be the fact that uh, for some reason I've convinced myself that a single dose of neocitrin doesn't work. So, <laughs> so I have to have a double, and it, you know, it's one of those bedtime things where I generally chase it with a beer, anyways. So it's probably got something to do with it. Just keep a mini fridge yeah. beside my bed. Yeah. In retrospect, I think I just figured out the problem. <laughs> Over medicating myself. You say it out loud. Hey? You're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> so this is great. Wow. cold meds, breastfeeding, plastic surgery. This is this has been a Can you good believe first we talk. have not talked about men? Yeah. Would you like yeah. to? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me excited. We'll oh, I'd, be I'd be here all night. I'd be here all night. And you didn't even know what a tweet up was. Oh, no, no, I really, honestly, I, I really expected to walk in and see y'all sitting around a table with whatever, you know, ridiculous drink you were drinking and, and talking to each other like... No, they do that too. We just get rowdy drunk. And yeah, we just... Yeah. Yeah. Each other. And I didn't know what to expect, so I had this this whole theory in my mind, and I was like, I'm going to walk in, and I'm going to be like, wow, you're, you're, I got to go. You're not alone, because I mean, when I planned not this last lunch tweet up, but the one before, I had somebody who sent me a message saying, am I allowed to bring my cell phone? I'm not your mother. You can bring your cell phone. I don't even... We're meeting for lunch. I remember my first tweet up, too, and I thought it was going to be awkward. I thought I was going to be sitting in a corner by myself and not talking to anybody, and I thought I was going to duck in and duck out. Well, like an hour into it, everybody is shit-faced drunk. Oh, You know what? I don't care. Everybody drunk is on the same level. I don't care. I didn't expect expect anybody to be talking to anybody else. I expected everybody to be quiet and and tweeting everything. No. I remember yeah, my first tweet up was at um, the Grays, I think, in Thickwood, because mm-hmm. we all went to the Black Horse after. Yeah, and yes. I, that I, one, yeah. I, I remember that I, one. I didn't too. know many people on Twitter I dropped in at all. Yeah. I was fairly I new to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I tweeted too. my status about I was having a bad day. I was going to go home, get drunk, and watch Superman. And Nolan replied to that. And he's like, fuck off. You're not. You're coming out to a tweet up. That's depressing as hell. So I came out, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm pancakes. going to a tweet up. What I'm does like, this mean for my future? What's going on here? I'm like, is this sad? So I text my friend Mike, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to this tweet up thing. Can you, like, call me at like 10 30 and oh my god you got an emergency <laughs> can you get me out of here oh I, I don't God. see this going well and then I forgot all about it I had such a great time we get to the black horse and he calls me at like 10 30 or 11 whenever it was and was like hey I'm outside and I'm like oh I gotta go I've 
Oh, damn. Oh, I remember that's you awesome. leaving. That's when we yeah. were doing the transfer from yeah. one bar to the other. I'm, I'm a catty bitch like that. Oh. <laughs> but now that I've done tweet ups here, I totally do them in oh, another yeah. city too. Because yeah. I was I was in Edmonton recently, and I overheard somebody at a table at a coffee shop talking about a tweet up, and I'm like, I walked up to their table, totally shameless. I'm like, is this a tweet up that was, or is it like tonight? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it was last night. I'm like, damn, damn, because I, I would have come, and they're just kind of staring at me. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm from Fort McMurray. I'd love to go to a tweet up. The lunch one was the, yeah, the most recent one. Yeah, I didn't know anything. It was awesome. It was uh, oh, leadership with Buffalo. I, I, I so wanted that, to come. Though. It was so good. It was it was terrific. I mean, Fox Stand up. Mac Island hosted it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac yeah, Island hosted cool. it. They paid I would never, for the meals. You know what? There's yeah. like yeah. I, down there I will never do that on purpose. Workers tweeting. Well, no. The big thing is they're they're trying to make the Fox Den a bit more less of a golf house, a golf clubhouse, and more of a restaurant for Mac Island. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be upstairs. Those well, and I, I just fries that they serve. Yep. They're awesome. Those those whatever cut fries oh that God. they have they're in those little baskets. Yeah. Yeah. Never eaten there. So take me. Oh, no, you have to. Okay, I'll take you. I'll take you. Well, <laughs> so I, 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 I do, do another tweet up. I love it. This um, weekend they want me to do another one. Do so like, so yeah, I will be Thursday planning another one there. I don't know if they'll host the next one, but that's okay. I feel like I could pay for my own fries to host it at all. Friday works for me. I don't work till the evening on Friday. Thing. Do you guys know what a fail whale is? What? I just learned. Oh. I just learned. I felt like the biggest fucking noob ever. No, Cause, that's because Twitter uh, updated their servers. And I didn't know what the hell it was. And I get people that send me this little cute little whale. And I thought it was a cute little emotion. So I replied with like a cat face or something. It's really <laughs> adorable. <laughs> I'm like you're sending me a fail whale. Wow. What is it? For um, those of you who don't know what the fail whale is, <laughs> I it's, just learned um, on Twitter before they um, had like fantastic servers. Um, Twitter would be over capacity. So what they did is they had this whale in a net and all these birds carrying the whale, trying yes. to hold the whale up over the water and be like, Twitter is over capacity. It's, and it's he got fa- named the fail, the fail whale. whale. Because okay. you couldn't get into Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, whenever I do something awkward or I say something awkward in a text message, my friend would reply with a fail whale. Fail whale. Fuck. See that? And yeah. I yeah. Instagram that all the time, and like I just thought nice... they were being cute. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're being adorable. Here's a cat face. Here's a cat face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my fault. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's just me failing hard. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. I probably have sent a little happy face reply myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm 21. I'm not with the times at all. It's horrible. This Dude, is what I'm you get 37. I'm still by, past like, the times. Well, I mean, it all like, depends on when you uh, came into the Twitterverse, I guess, because I've been on Twitter for like a while. I haven't been there. I just never used it. I didn't really have a huge contact yeah. base. It was kind of dead to me. Mm. Yeah, it's I'm also how much time you spend. I mean, my 14-year-old, my 14-year-old niece is like knows far more about this stuff than I do so she sort of keeps me current <laughs> I mean that's she's I my attended source. Um, like a conference uh, for Twitter earlier in the year um, David Saxby who's supposed to be like a social network I was there. you were there I, I was, was there. there I was there I was there well you my boss there. sent me to that it was a full day um, like lecture on how to use social media like for your business and to your advantage and whatnot. Oh, I think I heard of that yeah I was there yeah, anyway I, I kind of tuned out when I realized I had more followers than him the social media guru I'm like, perhaps I'm not such a guru after all <laughs> yeah. I, I go to his twitter during the event and i'm like dude i have more followers than you fuck the shit <laughs> i'm gonna teach of, this course yeah <laughs> I, uh, yeah my favorite twitter moment though recently was uh, i was at the edmonton economic development corporation luncheon because they invited me to come down as their guest and i thought that's awesome and i was really bored because i didn't know anybody in the lobby so i'm like tweeting away and i'm using the mm-hmm. hashtag you know ed C twenty twelve 
of t- tweeting away. It's like, oh, I just saw Minister of Education Thomas Lukasik in the audience. Wonder if he remembers me. And uh, you know, just and then I walk into the luncheon room. And they've got these big screens up all over the room. There's like six big, huge screens. Oh, <laughs> live feed. No. They're showing the hashtag. No. Guess who all the tweets belong to? Every yeah. single one. No. Musings. 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 Fuck me. Oh my god. <laughs> that happened to me at the oh CFL Twitter party. Like the CFL had a tweet up before the Grey Cup in Vancouver and it was the exact same freaking <gasps> thing like at first when we first got there I'm like I'm so excited to be at the CFL tweet yeah. up like blah 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 and like you could win prizes from the feed and then they turn the screens on and it's like yeah. oh mine was total stream of consciousness it's everything that came into my head because I was bored and I had my cell phone and I'm like and I walk in and I'm like so awesome I'm so lucky did anybody put a face to you oh yeah they knew exactly oh, who I was. Sucks. Like, was, okay, I'm just. Do you guys have the awkward moment really when you realize your boss is following you on Twitter? Like, or no, I, don't have, I am the only one in my office oh, that tweets. I log into my Twitter one day. I'm checking my new followers, and I see um, this awkward username, and I'm like, "Who the hell is Photo Boy 69?" I'm like, "What oh, the no. hell? Please oh, tell God. me he was born in 1969." <laughs> yeah, is Maybe, he? He's 43. I this hope year. so. I okay. hope so. He's like 28, <laughs> no, guys. He's, he's really young. Because that sounds like a porn handle if I ever heard yeah. of. Anyway, um, I log on. I see him like, who the hell's that? And I go on, and I'm his only, the only person he's following. And I'm oh, like, you're, you're his phone. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. Only person he knows on Twitter. And it's so oh, I've like recently that. thought about so making awkward. my account private. So, so my awkward. like work can't see it. Yeah. yeah I'm private. in charge of work's yeah. Twitter, so it doesn't yeah, even like, matter. I know my supervisor has it, but I... Like haven't come across her on Twitter. My boss definitely does not have it. But even like United Nurses of Alberta and like AHS mm-hmm. started following me, and I was just like, oh. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. that's I know, yeah. Like, well, like it's the same on Facebook too. Like to if be, somebody like, doesn't have a lot of followers, now. everything. Like my boss, I mean, I set up her Facebook for her. We're great friends, mm-hmm. and um, she had done it just to kind of keep track of her kids, just mm-hmm. their pictures mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But when like if she'll say to me, "Oh, log into my Facebook and you know check you know so and so's whatever," and when I log in, everything in her feed is my stuff, mm-hmm. oh. like my yeah. status oh, updates. Yeah, I commented on this, like yeah. every picture I upload it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, because she has yeah. like 30 friends. Yeah. I don't mind my boss having me on Twitter because it's more it's more private than Facebook, and I, I somewhat moderate myself more than I used to. But like anything I say, I don't mind him seeing because he's rad. He's right on. He kind of gets my humor, so I don't mm-hmm. mind. But um, with regards to coworkers adding me to Facebook, I don't. Yeah. I don't want my coworkers on yeah. there. I don't want my manager yeah. on there because you know people. My office is different. And they tag yeah. photos yeah. of me and they say things about me. Yeah. I don't have full control yeah. over my Facebook, so I don't want anyone from a well, professional. Well, yeah. my and that's and that's yeah. what I've had to do is I mean I have a I have a Facebook page for. McMurray Musings and then mm-hmm. I have a personal Facebook yeah. account yeah. and I actually it got to the point where I, I there were people who got booted off of my uh-huh. personal Facebook page because yeah, they didn't fine. deserve I mean, they didn't not that they didn't yeah. deserve I didn't know them well enough to yeah. be there because I, I have a I personal that. life yeah. that involves my kids and my, my husband and my family and they don't need to be a part of that yeah. they don't mm-hmm. need to see that and, and so now you know if they want to like my McMurray Musings page that's awesome but they don't need to like my I work out. They don't need to be my friend. You know that's that's cool. And and I've gotten grief on Twitter for things like posting too many pictures of shoes. You know I've had people say, "Oh, never too many pictures of shoes." And I'm like, "There's this thing called unfollow. Feel free to unfollow because I'm not gonna miss you. (laughs) It's not gonna. I'm not gonna go looking for your name in my list. And for me too, it's like I mean. 
my office is four girls. There's four of us. We're all best friends. I mean, if somebody's not there, we're legitimately upset. Oh yeah. my god, I you know, too bad. I hope you're you're feeling better. We miss you, sort of thing. But we have a board of directors. Yeah. My board of directors are blocked. For the only reason, because I don't want them to ever send me a Facebook friend request. Because if mm. I feel like bitching at work one day, I'm going to bitch at work one day. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to ever yeah. use that yeah. against me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do um, keep it locked. My Facebook is locked solid. Like my mine is too. Twitter, I lock it now. It cut back, you know, the sex bots and stuff like that. But, you know, there's... You just, can't get retweets. There are so many random people that you? would follow you that why do you need them to? My yeah. Twitter is open because it is the McMurray you Musings. You like the sex and that's, and that's fine. But my Facebook's <laughs> locked down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because when you log in and you have ten new followers, it's kind of exciting. But when you realize them, when you click that on their like profile, it's all like www. Touch me here, like. Oh, that's mine. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm those, those aren't the ones that irritate me. What is it that people can't learn to not click on the damn links that you get in a direct message? Oh my god! Oh, like oh, people who do it and fall for it four times, they weren't saying something awful about you last time, or the second time, or the third time. <laughs> so what makes you think the fourth time this is and actually legitimate? Yeah. record if some. If, if somebody's saying something awful about me, I'm probably not going to hear about it from like the random person I met one time. Yeah, right. Exactly. That I only know about on I don't know. I I my I used to have everybody I, I could possibly have on Facebook because to me it was like oh I've got lots of friends even yeah. though yeah. you know I don't really know any of them. And then I remember it was actually that same Punta Cana trip. I came back, so I work out on site. Always have up here. Walked downstairs to where the permit area was, and there was a big group of the guys that I work with, and they're all around a computer. And I'm like, oh, what are you guys oh, looking at? Photos. Like, you expected in swimsuit photos. Oh. Yeah. I haven't added a single yeah. person I work with since then. Yeah. It was like automatically everybody yeah. had to come off, and yeah. Yeah. I. Well, and absolutely. And for me, it's if I want to complain about, you know, something that I happen to be writing about, my family, and my family issue, complains then more I can strangers. do it freely. Yeah. Yeah, I uploaded a photo of myself recently resting in a glass of water on my boobs. Yeah. And I had a family member who went like ballistic about it and had yeah. to delete a bunch of her comments. Just she got all, this is inappropriate and oh, just yeah. really, really angry about it. I but posted I mean, one of those silly cartoon things on my cousins yeah. and it's like, uh, it, it was just silly. It was like, yeah, we know we're annoying together, but you know, we really don't care. And my aunt phoned my cousin in a state because she couldn't believe we'd be that rude because she thought we were making reference to my brother's girlfriend and, and it was so ignorant and she was shutting down her Facebook and her, her oh, daughter's Facebook. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. people who turn it into yeah. a whole big drama yeah. thing. Yeah. It, it sort of drives me crazy. Try to keep your Facebook friends your actual friends, not yeah. just acquaintances. Yeah. No, you not know what? I went to well. high school Honestly, with. I have like, more friendly strangers on there than I have friends and family mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I now like I look back on it now because that, that was my whole theory for a long time was that I wanted it to be people that I actually spoke to because in my in like mm-hmm. that's the fastest way to me that I know kind of an acquaintanceship is over if I'm like I haven't talked to you in six mm-hmm. months if you're really interested in what happened in my life call me yeah. otherwise yeah. like you don't need to be on my Facebook. for me it's 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 it, but, is this somebody I'd go for coffee with yeah is this so, somebody that I would exactly send a message right. to and no, say would I yeah. want to meet for coffee and it's if, if I wouldn't go for coffee with you, you then you're probably you not going to be interested in my life. You know you shouldn't it is be on me? my Facebook friend list. When you see them out in public and you won't speak to them. And mm-hmm. they won't speak to you and you let on you don't see each other. The best thing is when it's like three in the morning and you get like a, a like from like a photo that's like way, way back yeah, when. You, you know they're creeping you. Yeah. You know it. I do that all the time to yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> I do it too. I, I look through your hairstyles all the time. <laughs> my sister texted me the other day. I just, like, <laughs> I just looked through some random person's Facebook like, photos from like 2005. Like, like, oh yeah, I've done that too. Very recent. Assassin's Creed who wears a big white hood. What the hell is his name? Elka? Fuck, Assassin's Creed, main character. What the fuck's his name? Elka? No, no. L 
something. Oh, something. Fuck, we're not nerdy enough for this. Oh, no, no, okay. <laughs> oh, that's what you're reminding out. me of right hey, now. Hey, Todd, you've got to cut that Assassin's Creed reference out because we couldn't back it up. For me, what I'm finding, too, with Facebook is I get a lot of friend requests from people that I don't know, but they feel like they know me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. now my name has become attached to the yeah. blog, and they yeah. feel like they know me. So they'll send me a friend request, and it's like, nope. okay, you're friends with, like, four of my friends, but I've never met you. Yeah. yeah. I can't accept your friend request I if I've never things. and I feel bad and I'm like mm. for me I just Ignore. have a name as, as a same, another girl back home and I think that they just think that they're yeah. clicking on hers but I think yeah. I think they just feel that they know me and I'm oh. like well you don't really know me you haven't met me so <laughs> um, uh, have you guys ever used the Facebook app called take this lollipop no, no. That no, sounds no. dirty. I probably have black blocks, <laughs> probably. Yeah, you might. Um, what it is, is it's a, um, it, going back to like the Facebook creepy thing, is you uh, click on this link and it um, asks to use your application, whatever, you have access. So you click OK, and then this video pops up and it's like this creepy hallway. And I'm like sitting there like with my hands like behind my head like what the fuck is this and there's like the blinking lights and like grubby walls and stuff and then it goes into this room and there's this guy who's just like the seediest creepiest freakiest looking guy and he's just like covered in grime and his teeth are all gross and he's looking at a computer screen and then facebook pops up and then he clicks on the um like button where you log in and then my face pops up like actually rebecca lawrence and i'm like no. Yeah. So then he clicks into it, and then my pictures are coming up in this application video. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I'm like, it accesses all your pictures and stuff. That is, and it shows you all the levels of access that any app you've ever used on Facebook has to your Facebook, and it freaked me out. Oh, it wow. shows, brings up shit. pictures of my friends, <gasps> like your all your friends' data. They can mm-hmm. cl- it clicks into yeah. your friends. It'll bring up pictures from like Halloween, like all this stuff. It'll pop it all up. I'm like, totally going home to take myself off of Facebook. Like it's, it's so <laughs> creepy. Done. But but even if you just type into Facebook, take this lollipop. Like and then it shows mm-hmm. and then it pops up like right towards the end. The guy's like looking and he's been all creepy and seedy or whatever. Oh man! And then towards the end, it's like a map to Fort McMurray, Alberta, from where he. <gasps> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm like. Ee! Like, oh, oh, wow. but if you've got your address on on Facebook, mm-hmm. it'll bring up your address in Google Maps. Who and show puts their address on? Yeah, Facebook. I know people I know, have their right? postal code, phone number, everything. And I'm there. like, who does that? Same with cell phone, especially if you have a public account. Who puts your phone, who puts your phone on there? Yeah. That's I, mean, like, like, I just want a lollipop. All it takes, <laughs> all it takes is you checking in at like you know, like on Foursquare or whatever, being like, oh yeah, I'm at sorry, Life mm-hmm. Cafe, not Coco Joe's, but. And then someone be like, "Oh, there's the address. I know what this chip yep. looks like." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I, that's why I don't. Work. I don't do Foursquare. Yeah. I don't. I don't check in I don't with Facebook. Where I'm I don't do Foursquare. If, if I'm at Coco Joe's, you know, I'll, I'll my, my tweet. I'm at Coco Joe's, but that's me saying, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah. You know, if you're around, if come I'm by and visit. Yeah. If I'm there and I don't want anybody to know I'm there, I won't say that yeah. that's where if I'm at. If I'm checking in anywhere, it says I'm leaving. Like it's never. I don't want people to necessarily know where I am. Every hour of the day. Oh yeah, it's, no, it's, I'll check in on Coco Joe's to try win my mayorship back from Matt Ewan's. <laughs> it's it's surprising actually that you don't hear more, um, you know, like crazy stalking, mm-hmm. like 
you know, rape and, and murder scenes that have started because somebody saw somebody on Facebook mm-hmm. that they got and an attachment to. look at them. Yeah. 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 There's actually, so the, one of the plays that Keanu's doing at the end of the, that is Keanu's doing auditions for at the end of the month is Extremities. Yes. And that's in, you know, the 80s version. Um, you know, a guy sees a girl, starts to stalk her, stalks her friends, attempts to rape her one time. It doesn't work out, but he's got her wallet. She can't press charges, so he shows up at her house, and mm. it just goes from yeah. there. Oh, freaky! And and it like it. I mean, Facebook. How it's, easy would that how, be? It is right? a risk that you take. I mean, I um I won't go into details, but I did have a stalker, and uh, I've received threats by email over things that I've written. So I mean, it's it's a risk that you take when you're out. Yeah, when you're out there, when, when you're, you're putting stuff life, out yeah. there, and and that's you know that's that's a risk that you either accept or don't accept, and, and yeah. you deal with it as as it comes up. Um, but I think I think the important thing is is um, for me. Uh, it's because of my kids. I keep a very close eye on things like Facebook, and, and I discovered yeah. <laughs> I came up behind my niece one day, and she was on Twitter, and I'm like, "What are you doing on Twitter?" And uh, she's like, "Oh, I have a Twitter account," and I'm like, "Since when?" Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's 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 um. And then we sat down and had the talk, and and it's you know I said you know I think you know that you're supposed to tell me before you sign up for these things because I need to know what's going on, particularly something like Twitter because it is so. Open. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. very open, yeah. and that concerns me even more than than Facebook because you know you have very little control over mm-hmm. who's following mm-hmm. you yeah. unless oh, yeah. unless they actually say something that seems really untoward and then you can block them. But you know she could have anybody following her, and I'm like mm, you know. Well, one, we're going to be, you know, I'm following you and you're going to follow me and I'm going to be keeping an eye on it, yeah. and, which has been very handy because there's been times when she's been in class and a tweet mm-hmm. comes up and I'm like. Hey, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're work. in math class right now, are you not? I don't yeah. think you should be talking about Korean boy bands right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I Korean watched a program, a documentary. Korean boy bands. I watched a documentary one time, and it was all about the social media and how easy it is to find people on it. Mm-hmm. And they did. They showed you right how they tracked somebody right to their house. And your pictures, too. Like, if you have the GPS set on your phone... And when somebody right clicks on the property is on your pictures, they can track you like that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually I I Googled myself after the whole stalking yeah. incident because mm-hmm. I was like, how easy are we to find? We are. Mm-hmm. And I, like the first like sixteen tweets that came up was all social media. It was it yeah. was Ted Fort McMurray, and yeah. it was my mm-hmm. Facebook and my LinkedIn and my Twitter yeah. and my. And that's why I try not to use my whole name on that. So I do yeah. use Lisa Lee Jack, but even where it has my name, it's just Lisa B because well, I don't yeah. really want. Yeah. You know, to somebody to Google my yes. name and be able I to Googled, sit and read and everything. And people, people are curious. Zero things came up. No, if you <laughs> really? Google me, yeah. I've Googled myself and there's well, a post doing something from nice. the yeah. on a World War II website. Yeah. I'm like, there's like a, people, there's like a like a dodgeball intramurals yeah. like from when I was in grade seven or grade eight an announcement like yeah. and people are looking I mean on on my blog I can track um, Google searches and what people are searching for and before I ever put my name on my blog at least once a day somebody is searching McMurray Musings identity Ew. so they're trying to look to see who I am and that was before yeah. my name was ever on I would go if I was so people are just interested going who yeah. are you and you know it's like so no, people are curious no, people are interested I'm going to say I did that looking for you did you I, yeah because <laughs> I can say you know when I first kind of joined Twitter and stuff and I first kind of saw you know this McMurray Musings coming up and I remember saying to my friend who the hell writes this and they're like and she's like I don't know and I I googled it just being nosy though you're not, not alone like yeah. you're not alone lots of people do but I mean if you saw that somebody was writing a blog and you were interested about it, you would do the you same might. thing. You might. Yeah, you might. You might. I... Are we playing dress up now? I don't think I've actually ever done that with somebody who writes a blog. Because I, I figure I if never... their name's not on it, 
there's they a reason they it. don't want their name on it. Yeah, that's, I don't to me that's if their name's not on it, then there's no. You know what? As a detective in a past life, I would take pleasure in finding out who it was. I just honestly, it would make me nervous that somebody would be able to see that I was that I was creeping on him. Like LinkedIn, LinkedIn tells you the last five people that viewed your account. Yeah, not on LinkedIn. Remember High Five before Facebook? It was called High Five. Yeah, and it was just you could see who looked at you, and it would always be like my boyfriend at the time it would be like his ex-girlfriend yeah exactly yeah. and that's like I, I just actually was looking at somebody who had viewed my LinkedIn accounts and I was like um why are you yeah, where did you even come from I didn't from? do it I get, I get LinkedIn gonna. requests and I'm like yeah professional blogger like, <laughs> yeah. I be on LinkedIn people <laughs> okay so right. yeah I guess we can wrap it up there we talked about all kinds of fun stuff I'm not going to mention it again because otherwise we'll get the ball rolling, rolling again, again. Mm-hmm. the bottom line is boobs and you should listen to all future podcasts because of boobs <laughs> that's why boobs come out to a tweet up boom we'll make it dirty too yeah we'll, we'll yeah. end up we'll, we'll have a little sex talk eventually sorry mum. I'd like and to maybe, actually be having sex. I don't. I mean, have sorry, talk, mom, I don't know. I'd like to be having sex. I would like to not be having sex like <laughs> during the conversation. During the conversation. Oh, no, 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 no. I, just, I didn't realize point, it was going to be that kind of podcast at all. <laughs> or what? No. Um, actually, Lisa, you're doing that wrong. Like, <laughs> we've progressed. Just, it's just this like, way. You just like, turn this way a little bit. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we should definitely do it on a weekend when we can indulge in those uh, cocktails. Yes. yes. We'll, uh, yeah. Make some yeah. improvements. Stacy and I will do definitely rigorous testing. Sounds awesome. Said, said <laughs> I come hang out with you guys more often. Yeah, we, we <laughs> get we're rowdy. We're the raddest kids Man, on the block, I sang, uh, <laughs> um, From the Ladies Room Podcast, I'm Ashcake Squiggle. I'm Stacy Annie. I am M. Landslide. Teresa McMurray Musings. Lisa Lee Jack. Shannon 18. And I, I don't know what to say here because Todd says see you next set, but I guess that's copyright. I will, by the next one, I will have my own sign off. I'm not going to decide it now. We'll be and back next rap. week with a witty ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I like it. LLJ out. And flush. The Ladies Room Podcast. Part of the Wyman Podcast Network. Oh, Todd.